The snow is falling It's Christmas Eve Presents are wrapped Under the tree Is there one for me? I only want you for Christmas, baby I don't need nothing else I only want you for Christmas, baby Tie ribbons around yourself Oh, tie ribbons around yourself I ain't gonna write no letters To send nor to the pole what I'm wanting this year Saint Nick don't need to know I only want you for Christmas, babe I don't need nothing else I only want you for Christmas, baby. Tie a ribbon around yourself Oh, tie a ribbon around yourself Oh, pick it, Rudolph I'll find that mistletoe Let's get into the holiday spirits Honey, ho, ho, ho Ho, ho, ho I only want you for Christmas, baby I don't need nothing else I only want you for Christmas, baby Got no sleigh with reindeer, no sack on my back. 
We got Scarlett Johansson. Talk about a kosher crush. And if you need a higher voice to turn you on, how about Getty Lee from We may not have a cartoon with a reindeer that can talk, but we also don't have polio, thanks to Dr. Jonas Salt. Smart you. Jared from Subway. <laughs> God damn it, a Jew! <laughs> but guess who's Jewish and can fix him? Love lines, Dr. Drew. <laughs> Get on it, Doc! Princess Leia cuts the challah with Queen Elsa from Frozen. David Beckham is the king of soccer studs and also a quarter chosen. Ron Jeremy's fully Jewish and so's his footlong buddy. Shia LaBeouf is half a Jew, but a hundred percent nutty. It's cool that Santa Claus makes Christmas so merry, but we get two jolly fat guys Ice cream's Ben and Jerry, both Jewish. <laughs> From New York to Ironica, get up and celebrate Hanukkah. Don't mess with the Zohanaka. Let's all get along for Hanukkah. So drink your Jaeger Babaka and smoke your medical chronica. If you really, really wanna go, have a happy, 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 happy. Stage show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Ah, good Thursday morning, ass family. It is the eve of Christmas Eve, so it would be Christmas Eve's Eve if you wanted to go that route of things and say it's the eve of an eve of a day. I don't know. Uh, anyway, you are about to enjoy another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And it's a Thursday, and you know what we do on Thursdays here. Bucky's yay. Bucky's. 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 Yeah, I went to Bucky's this morning. Had to go early. Let me tell you something. Bucky's got a big old barbecue pit. If you don't know what Bucky's is, Bucky's a big-ass gas station here in the South. Started here in Texas. And it, it, it's like a store. It's like the mall. It, it, it would be like considered a mall of gas station thing. I, it's got everything, right? So I went in there this morning. Had to go get my Copenhagen because they're cheaper than anybody else around town. Got my weekly supply at Copenhagen. Went in there. And, and like I said, they got a big barbecue pit right in the middle of the store. And the barbecue's not bad. It, it's okay. I mean, for gas station barbecue. 
But see, they got they also got a bakery where they got uh, kolaches, which are like little danishes. Those are fantastic. And breakfast time, they usually have all kind of breakfast burritos. And they have breakfast sandwiches. Last week we went, I got the, the beast burrito, and it's got sausage, cheese, potatoes, bacon, egg, all that kind of good stuff, right? But the one I've had before, the one I really like, has beans in it. That's called the hippo. So I was so excited today because I wanted to get the hippo. I was going to go in there, and last week I got a biscuit that was dry as shit. So this week I was going to get the hippo burrito and, and a croissant sandwich. That's what I wanted today. I saunter into Bucky's, and I look, and the, 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 the cupboard's bare for the most part. And they got brisket tacos that have some eggs, and they got some other stuff. It's kind of, yeah. And I go, excuse me, uh, y'all making the hippo tacos? And the lady looks at me, and she goes, oh, we're out of eggs. You're out of eggs? It, it, it's 702. How are you out of eggs at 702? You had enough eggs to make the brisket shit. Yeah, you, you, you had enough eggs to make this, this this side shit. There's no hippo fucking burritos. So I had a brisket burrito. Brisket and egg burrito. Now, usually when you have a brisket and egg burrito, see, I like eggs. I love eating eggs. I love making eggs. See, the key is that you put the 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 insides like if you're going to have brisket you crack your eggs, you start to let them cook, then you put the brisket in there, right? And it's all in- intertwined. Yeah, does, does, uh... Bucky's... No, do, no, does Bucky's do that? That... No. No. I bit into the, the south half of the burrito, nothing but egg. The north half burrito, nothing but brisket. That wasn't a brisket and egg. That was like I had two burritos this morning. Very, very disappointing. Very disappointing day at Bucky's. I did get Copenhagen, just to let everybody know. So it wasn't all that day. It wasn't a worth worthless trip, but thought I'd share that with y'all. Uh, let's see. Let's get some good mornings out of the way. Hot Mama says Merry Christmas Eve, Eve ass. Wait, I'm first. That has never happened. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, you're first today. Look at that. Andrew says, Happy Christmas Eve, Eve family. Braddy Kitt says, Good morning. Well, Braddy Kitt, I hope that you have a splendid, spectacular, wonderful day today. Derek says, Good morning, ass family. Merry Christmas Eve. Actually, I apologize, ass people. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve, not today. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve. And Alicia says, Good rainy morning, y'all. And happy Christmas Eve, Eve. Yes. Today is the eve of Christmas Eve. By the way, shout out going to Christopher. Mm. Christopher uh, got his media credentials out last night, showed them off, and went and saw the new Matrix movie. You can see the review on the social media over at Facebook, on the show page, and on the Superfans page. Another amazing review from Christopher, so thank you so much, Christopher. And by the way, he put up a video yesterday of the Christmas uh, gift I gave him and the tamales. And you can just see it in his eyes how much he wants to put down the tamales. But he tastes them, and he says, this is a winner. That, that, that shit was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that video was fantastic. I could tell how much he liked the, 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 the tamales and ketchup. Somebody just come in the Oh, okay. I was like, wow, somebody's outside. 
Uh, let's see. Today they weren't Bucky's. Today they were Fuckies. Yeah, amen to that. Christopher's video uh, was great yesterday. I thought it was fantastic. Did a great job with that. So thank you, Christopher. And, and see, it's cool that you guys can post shit on the Superfans page. That's why the Superfans page is there for you guys to post on. So uh, there you go. Lots of stuff to get to today. We got to get through all the COVID bullshit. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on the show today. We got lots of football to talk about, including a team that is missing a bowl game due to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus. And all I have to say is, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> B. Coop says his video of the can tamales was better than the Matrix. It seems that way. See, I look, look, truth be told, I've never seen the Matrix. I remember when it came out, it just didn't, I, I looked at it and I said, look, tra- trench coats and all the black and all that kind of, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to dig that shit. So I've never seen the Matrix. So I, I'm glad that he uh, took care of that. He took care of uh, the Kingsman, which I will be seeing hopefully this weekend. And then I found out huge news yesterday. Wow, yesterday I found out huge news. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. can I please have your attention? Yeah. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. No, it's not I horrifying. need all of you no. to stop no. what you're doing no. and listen. Jim Boys has come to Texas. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love Jim Boys. Jim Boys are some of my favorite tacos. And they have opened a place over in Fort Worth. Going to be hitting that shit up this weekend. Jim Boys is in Texas. Now, look, 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 look. I've grown fond of the Berea burritos, or Berea tacos, I should say. And I've looked for some. I found a place in Garland that makes them. Not bad. Then we went to a place in Dallas. They're phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then there's this food truck down the road from my house. And uh, they're, I guess everybody's going crazy over theirs. Those are kind of eh, eh. So it, now that I got a gym boys in my region, oh, it's on, baby. So, yes, gym boys in Texas, fantastic. Anything else I need to update y'all on? Uh, let's see, anything else here, Bucky's? Uh, no, 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 we can start the show now. Uh, we will be doing a full show tomorrow. By the way, today's Christmas music off the chain. Had Alan Jackson, the final Hanukkah song, and then that was Billy Idol. We have a bunch of cool stuff, and then tomorrow, tomorrow is the day. When it comes to Christmas music, tomorrow is the day. But like I was saying, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy in the house today. Lots of football to talk about. Let's start the show. Thank you to Alicia for sending me this story last night. That the Supreme Court of the United States of America, SCOTUSA, has agreed to hear arguments on the Biden vaccine mandate. Now, what does this mean? Well, let me tell you what this means. You remember uh, a few weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, as, as, as Grandpa Crazy Joe, Poopy Joe, I'm sorry, good old Poopy Joe came out and pretty much just said, Come on, man. Just, just get the shots. And then he, he informed the fine people over at OSHA that they would be uh, in charge of uh, fining companies with more than 100 workers 
if they didn't have all the workers get vaccinated. He was mandating everybody that works get vaccinated. And I believe it was someone on this show, I don't know, it could have been me, probably was, that said that is quite unconstitutional because, well, it is. And then one court ruled on it, and they said, yeah, it's unconstitutional. And then they took it to a federal appeals court, and the federal appeals court said, yeah, Joe, that one is kind of unconstitutional. So then I said, well, now it's going to end up in the Supreme Court because they're going to appeal this as well. And of course now, they will be listening to the vaccine mandate oral arguments starting on January 7th, 2022. Now, what does this mean? This is the final straw. That's what this is. And I do believe that the Supreme Court of the United States of America, SCOTUSA, will come out and say, we are going to uphold the rulings of the not one, but two lower courts. And we'll all sit around and we'll, we'll, we'll figure this is a victory. This is not a victory. And, and I'm going to tell you why it's not a victory. First of all, the courts are doing their jobs. Congratulations to them. This, though, is a waste of time and effort in the part of America. That's what this is. We all knew it was going to end up in front of the Supreme Court. We all knew that. We all knew that the Supreme Court, instead of ruling on shit that could matter to this country, is now going to have to sit there and go, yes, the lower courts were correct. You cannot mandate that people at work get shots. I'm so tired of this. This is what I'm tired of when it could. This is what one thing I don't like about America is when people don't get their way in court, they have to appeal it. And I know that's a part of the thing that makes America America, and I, I get that. But then when it goes to an appeals court and the appeals court holds it up, then they fight it again, and they keep fighting it. Okay, this is, this is the, the, the three-foot-tall person taking on the eight-foot-tall person in a fist fight. And they can't use rocks, and they can't Davy and Goliath it. The eight-foot person is always going to fucking win. Always. And it gets tiring watching that. This whole process is tiring. And I don't know what we're supposed to be paying attention to. Because this is what's forced in front of us. Something is going on behind the scenes that we shouldn't be seeing. Because, come on, as much as I dislike Joe and the people in charge... Not all of them are as dumb as Joe Biden. Come on, man. I, I, yeah, Joe, I know. But they know exactly what they're doing. Fauci's uh, Pfizer ripoff of ivermectin got approved. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did everybody see that? By the way, by the way, uh, let me just uh, let you in on this little doozy here as I continue to find more and more stories about this. Oh, what's it under? FDA. The FDA, isn't this weird? Who is, by the way, run by Dr. Anthony Fauci's wife? 
has authorized a new COVID-19 treatment, the first pill to treat the virus to become available. Paxlovid, or Lovid. Paxlovid is seen as a major step forward in the fight against the virus. It has reduced the risk of hospitalizations or deaths by 89% in high-risk patients. Now, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that it has lowered the, the risk of, uh, of that by 89%? That's a pretty good number. Right, I, I'll live with that number, and I'm not being sarcastic or an asshole here. I'll, I will live with that number. But uh, I got to say, I got to say after reading this next story, it's kind of a fucking joke. The new virus that's out there, Omicron. Experts have all agreed. Due to real-world South African research that Omicron is milder, the new variant is 80% less likely to lead to hospitalizations than Delta. So now, this strain is way weaker than the last one, and now there's a pill in place. Yet, (laughs) this is the funniest part. This is why I have to laugh at the world that we live in now. So we know that Omicron, I'm sorry, Omicron is weaker. And now there's pills out there that you can take if you get this. Um, why are we still having to wear masks? Why are things like the New Year's Eve celebration at Times Square talked about being canceled? If we've got everything in place that's going to keep us safe, then what, what, what's the deal? Fauci came out just yesterday and said, well, we're just going to have to live with this, kind of like the cold and the flu. Wait, 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 what? Huh? That, 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 doesn't, that don't make no sense. B. Coop says to keep the fear going. Hangtown Jen says, happy Thursday, ass family. Man, I slept in, feel so lazy. Oh, that's okay. You're allowed to do that. And just for you, Jen, I have this. This is the new term of the day, the stealth bomber. The stealth bomber is a penis that is relatively small when soft, but upon being erected, the penis becomes massive. Stealth bomb owners generally surprise girls with the enormous transformation in size. They may not get the attention like the lookers, big penises, but don't get bigger upon erection. But the girls like them just as much, if not more, for being able to grow. Justin and I were on the couch and I started playing with his dick at first it resembled a baby dick. Then it grew 13 inches and viciously poked me. Viciously. So there you go. There's your holiday miracle right there. (laughs) Oh, I saw that and I just started laughing my ass off yesterday. Oh, that's good stuff. I can handle that as stealth bomber. So today's grower is not a grower, not a shower. Yeah, pretty much. That's today's. I was waiting on you, Jen. Uh, you had me worried that I was going to have to save that until tomorrow. I don't know about you, but I, I'm starting to laugh at, at I Look, I've been laughing at this whole COVID thing since the jump. Since it all started. You know, we have our these brave men and women these frontline workers, whether they're 
nurses or doctors, paramedics, firefighters, or police. These people that that were there when it first started, they were unvaccinated. And then all of a sudden, we kick them all to the curb because they don't want this vaccination because a lot of them know that, A, it's not the, the best tested vaccination, and B, that you probably don't need it. You know, unless you have some underlying health issues, then you probably don't need it. And lo and behold, now, as, as, as it starts to uh, variate, it's getting weaker and weaker and weaker. But the government still wants to control us. Wait, oh, well, wait till you hear what they said yesterday. This, this to me just shows you how bad this government is. Let me find the story because all my damn highlights went out. This made me sick yesterday. I've never been so embarrassed to be an American. I've probably said that a lot of times over the last year and a half talking about this. But this time, it's too much. Look at that. Mike D says, hola, amigos and amigas. Almost there, ass family. Have a safe and awesome day. You too. State city uh, governments are warning Americans to downsize their Christmas gatherings. Now, they want you to downsize the Christmas gatherings, even though all the shit I just told you already. Mask up around family members they don't live with. So, so when your family comes over to your house, everybody in your house is going to have to put a mask on. At least that's what they're suggesting. That's not the part that I'm embarrassed about. I'm embarrassed about this next part. They say to uh, mask up around family members they don't live with, and even the word they use is shun their unvaccinated relatives just days before the holidays as cases of Omicron spike nationwide. They want you to shun your family. They've come out and said it. They want you to shun your family. Now, as a member of a family that has been shunned, let me tell you what that does to you. I've been shunned by two different families, so I'm kind of an expert on this. If you shun your family members during this holiday season, don't ever expect those family members to be a part of your family again. Expect them to hold very hostile feelings towards you. Don't ever expect them again. I, I, I am so embarrassed as an American that our government and our leaders are telling you to shun family members. How dare they? This country, all this country likes to do is talk about family this and family that and family values and family this and family over there. 
here a family, there a family, everywhere a family, family. They're telling you to shun your family? What kind of fucked up bullshit is that? Oh, they have an answer. When I get my uh, Brazilian wax, the girl doing it was telling me that her aunt canceled their Christmas Eve party because not enough people are vaccinated. Yeah. I'm dealing with something similar with my family. They keep making underhanded comments that I'm not vaxxed, starting to piss me off, honestly. And that is what's going to happen. They've come out and said, quote, the safest option is to gather in person only with members of your household and to celebrate virtually with other family and friends. The county is also telling people to avoid singing indoors. Avoid singing indoors? Really? You can't even fucking sing for the holidays? Wear a mask when gathering indoors and to set tables grouping only people from the same household. I just, I just, I got to get this shit off my chest. To all those motherfuckers out there that said Donald Trump had changed our country so much, oh, we're not a democracy anymore, we're such a bad place, this fucking, this group that's in charge right now, this administration, is telling you not to be around your family. And not to sing Christmas carols inside. Oh, bratty kid, come on, we can answer that question all together here. So Biden won't be with his family? Oh, of course. The Bidens are, he's going to have third and fourth cousins in the White House. Ain't nobody going to be wearing a mask. They're going to be singing fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la, because they don't follow the protocols. Remember? They don't follow this shit. And then they say, oh, there's nothing to see here. That wasn't us. Remember, Joe, just a few weeks ago at Thanksgiving? Up in Delaware or up wherever his fucking house is, was in a shop. He's photographed through the shop door window. And you can see him. It's clearly him. And you can see a sign on the door that says, masks required. And there's fucking Poopy Joe not wearing a mask. Let's throw all the science out the fucking door. If you're vaxxed or you had the virus, you have natural immunity. So anyone that has had either, they're protected by herd immunity. Fucking retards. And the fucking retards that listen to it blindly. Isn't this truly, like, this is so fascinating to watch. I'm shocked that Joe Biden's numbers are going plummeting to the basement where he has support of like 2% of independents now. Well, we all know it was not the waxer who was concerned about waxing. Dear Lord, you know how intimately she gets dozens of people a day? She's like, no vax, I wax. Face straight down the next person's hoochie. Pulling out every single tiny hair. Dear Lord, she deserves to be immune naturally. The, <laughs> so, guys, at least answer your question. She's well-groomed down under. 
<laughs> the Bidens will all get together and bite black people with their new puppy. Well, Hunter's going to be over off in the corner. He ain't going to be singing. He's going to be fucking hitting that crack pipe and then blowing it all in the air. I can't believe this. Louisiana's government issued similar guidelines telling people to mask indoors when not with your everyday household. I, I, I tell you this right now. If I were to go to a, a Christmas party at a family member's house and they were to tell me to put a fucking mask on, I'd be out. I would take the gift I brought and I'd leave. By the way, I would take the gift I bought, brought with me and then get the one that I was supposed to get and we're out. Adios. Asta. Hunter's going to be looking for the Parmesan. You got anything else to smoke around here, Dad? I mean, eat. I, I, I can't believe that the United States government, the federal government, told you to shun your family. Unbelievable. I shouldn't say it's unbelievable because with this fucking idiot in office... Nothing is, I I shouldn't allow anything to shock me with this guy anymore. Oh, let's see, Uh, other cities and other states. Chicago says that fully vaccinated people can gather indoors with others who have been fully vaccinated without restrictions, while the unvaccinated should consider not attending gatherings over the holidays because they're not worthy. Philadelphia Health Commissioner Cheryl Bettigold said nobody should be gathering for Christmas regardless of vaccination status. Please do not hold or attend holiday parties indoors. It's just too dangerous. It's too dangerous? For who? Once again, once again, for who? I I don't want to sit here and do the math. I'm not going to do the math. It's dangerous for 1% of the population? And the 99%, well, I'll say 98, whatever. I'll say it's 1.5. So the 98.5% have to completely change everything that they do? Hmm, interesting. California says everyone should keep gathering small, but if everyone at the indoor gathering is vaccinated, masks are optional. Why are there masks if everybody is vaccinated? Where is the media to do their job? I would like to stand up at whoever gave that in California and say, excuse me, if everyone is at the party, is vaccinated, why are masks even talked about? Hmm? I'll wait. No, you're not going to circle back to that Gen P sucky. This is what I hate about our world right now. Is that nobody has the balls, the courage, the will, the decency to ask simple questions. If everyone at the party is vaccinated, why are even masks talked about? And these are vaccinations that they want mandated, that they are willing to fight in the Supreme Court for. Now, I don't know about you. 
if there was some kind of stance I was taking on a, on, on a subject or on, on a product, and I was willing to take it all the way to the Supreme Court, you better believe I believe that thing works. And I'm going to, there won't be, if I was fighting for this vaccine, I'd be saying, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. You want to you trick people? Because that's what they're in the business of doing is tricking people. So wait a second. Everybody in the house is vaccinated. Check, correct. Okay. Got your vaccination cards. Everybody's boosted. Yeah, we'll have those masks candy. Wait, 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 wait. Why? <laughs> wait a second. Why? Why are masks needed if everyone is vaccinated? I haven't heard one person, nobody from Newsmax, nobody from Fox, nobody from CNN, nobody from CNN has time to do that. They're all fucking underage kids. That's a whole other story. Um, Nobody, nobody in the media world is asking this question, and I want to know why. I'm asking it. I can't get credentials just yet to go to the White House to a press meeting, but I would ask that. Can, can anybody give me an answer? I'm Ask family, I'm asking you. I already know the answer. I do know the answer, but ask family, I'm asking you. If everyone at your house is vaccinated, why are masks needed? Mike D has the answer because the vaccines do not work. Wait, 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 vaccines don't work? Well, then why are they making everyone get one? If the vaccines don't work, then why is this being mandated? Why would you mandate everyone to take a vaccine that doesn't even work? A hundred percent of the time. Why? Hmm? Do I need to play the music again? No, we all know the answer. The answer is, Scott has a decent answer there, so people feel protected. Part two of the question, because they want control and their money. Let me just say... Correct the mundo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. What is Feed Big Pharma, Alex? Yes, that's it also, correct? Pelosi, Biden, everybody who's got a D next to their name is making a ton of money off this vaccine. Everybody in that beltway in Virginia, in Arlington, Virginia, which is right there by Washington, D.C., the richest collection of Americans, the Americans whose whose net value went up the most during COVID-19, right there in the beltway. 
don't believe me, look it up. Wow, first test I passed since getting an A years ago. Woo! <laughs> Baxters are spreading. Look, look. This, this, they, this. Baxters are spreading it. Yes, they are. Here's the thing. It's the cold. Okay. Simple fact. It's the cold. How many people like Joe Rogan do we have to hear about? Joe Rogan got it, called his doctor, said this, that, and the other. They gave him a cocktail of a bunch of different drugs, including ivermectin. And lo and behold, he was better two days later. Dana White, the commissioner of the UFC, gets COVID, gets the horrible Delta variant. Oh, no. Calls Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan tells him to tell the doctor to go to the doctor and do this, that, and the other. He also is given a cocktail, which includes ivermectin. He was better two days later and back in the gym working out three days later, testing negative. That's the other bullshit thing that we haven't spent anywhere near enough time. The testing. Uh, This test was brought to you by Pfizer. Yes. The testing is so fucked up. They don't know how to test for this. There are no tests for the horrible Omicron variant. Okay? I've read so many different... I read somewhere that like, if you pour orange juice on your testing strip, it will come up positive. So let's go back way, way back when this all first started. Let's talk about this. If you test positive for COVID, since it is an airborne sickness, it's an airborne virus, and they're not telling us yet that it's airborne, but they've told us it's airborne. Oopsie. Okay? It's an airborne virus that you can test positive for, and a lot of people will test positive for Uh, But of those people that test positive for it, 95% of those people, 95% will be something that's called asymptomatic. Meaning, they test positive for it, but they're not sick. They don't lose their smell. They don't lose their taste. And now with Omicron, you already don't lose your taste. That's the thing, is if you test positive for this, that doesn't mean you're going to be sick. That doesn't mean you're going to go to the hospital. It doesn't mean you're going to die. It means that you caught whatever airborne illness was in the air, and your body is fucking rejecting it. Yes, it comes up positive, but you're not sick. Yet you're treated like a fucking leper. What I got wasn't a cold. I live, though. Uh, The PCR test and the news are the driving force of this whole thing. And let's remember the inventor of the PCR test admitted it doesn't work. And shortly after announcing this, he just happened to die. True story, by the way. Look, look, all this shit, this is all about control. This was all. Do you want to know what this is? I'm going to tell you exactly what this is. There are a lot of people out there that don't like George W. Bush, and that's fine. I, 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 hey, I understand. 
lot of people say he was a shitty president. I think he's a great man. He might have been a shitty president, yes. I can live with you saying he's a shitty president. And why is he a shitty president? A lot of people say he's a shitty president because he went and he, he went and tried to get revenge for his daddy. Okay. And there was no what? There was no exit strategy. And that's what this comes down to. This whole thing. And you can say that I'm some kind of crazy fucking, you know, conspiracy theorist nut. This whole virus, which some people got, and it was very real. And I'm not going to say it was fake. I'm not saying that everybody who catches this doesn't get sick. Like Cowboys Girl said, it was bad. Okay? The majority of people that catch this don't have to go through what you went through. This was about one thing and one thing only. And that was unseating the current president that was in office. That's what it was all about. And the problem is, is that they didn't have an exit strategy. They didn't have a way to say, yep, it's wrapped up, it's over, it's done. They didn't have that. And that's why it's continued. I've equated this a number of times to a bad Pentecostal minister. A good Pentecostal minister, if you've ever been to a Pentecostal church, God bless you. Doing the singing, the dancing, the yelling out, the speaking in tongues, jalapeno. A good Pentecostal pastor knows how to end his service. A bad Pentecostal preacher always welcomes people down to get saved. And it keeps going and going and going. I've been to so many fucking Sunday services that should have ended at noon, that ended at 1.30 or almost 2, because the dickhead didn't know how to end it. And that's the same thing that's happened here. They didn't know how to end this. Because the way you end it is, you, oh yeah, we've got it wrapped up. Hey, if you need to, start a war, I guess. That way we won't talk about it anymore. <clears throat> it is about uh, Big Pharma making back that money Trump cost them. Sure. I never heard that about W. Look, I like the man. There are a lot of people that hate the man. I like him. He's a great governor of Texas. He owned the Rangers. I think he's a stand-up dude. But a lot of people hated him as president. That's fine. COVID is like unprotected sex. Not everyone who has it ends up with a kid or AIDS. But there's a chance of that happening. So we'll take the precautions. So why don't they just explain it like that? A kid or a disease. Look here. Not all of you are going to get it, have it. And not all of you who have it, get it. It's the way of the COVID Omicron. Accept it. Either protect yourself or not. Your choice. Uh, let's remember, it's going to end in 2024. Days, the experts, hmm, push watered-down version. It's like the new disease out for 22 and will end in 2024. Coincidence, that's all. Oh, it ends in 2022. 2023, I, I, that, that's when we see the, the real ending of it happening. Because that red wave that's going to come through, as long as the elections aren't stolen again, in 2022, Oh, this is, this is done. This is done, but here's the scary part. 
and I promise I'll move on. Because the the president said some even dumber shit yesterday. Uh, I never liked W until he threw that strike on 9-11, one of the best moments I've seen in my lifetime. That's why I have the pictures of it on my wall. Arnie, when you're ready, I have a sidetrack question. Like, it may piss you off, but I got to ask. Okay. Um, What was I saying there? This will end then. And the scary part is this, is that in that Chinese lab, they have so many other things that they could release. If you don't think it's bad that they release this, wait till they release the one where the death rate is at 50%. Jen, go ahead and ask your question, please. Uh, 9-11 is the reason that I hate the, that mf but that's for another day. Uh, my 2020 for this shit needs to be over with. I am saving for a big trip to Croatia for my family that year by 2024. Okay. Yeah, Jen, I'm ready for it. Please, I'm ready for it. Let me clean up some of this shit on my computer here. I don't want to leave feedback there. I leave feedback all the time. Let me get rid of that. Once again, great job, Christopher. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, uh, th- this just in. Uh, the Army has developed a vaccine that could provide protection against all variants. Walter Reed researchers worked with samples uh, received in the in early 2020, and they've been working on it, and they have a vaccine now that can protect from all variants of it. Psst. Nobody's talking about that because that was the military that came up with that. What's up, Brett? How you doing, buddy? So, yeah, good news there that the military has come up with a vaccine. Let's see, what is this story here? As I wait for Hangtown Jen to ask me a question. I can start. uh, I'll start this next story here. Uh, President Dickhead. I'm sorry, uh, Joe Biden. I remember walking in in the Senate chamber uh, in the Senate gym, uh, like in a YMCA, the, uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty I was fully clothed. What a fucking nut. Uh, President Nutbag yesterday said, (laughs) President Joe Biden on Wednesday said warnings that supply chain disruptions could mess up plans for Christmas shoppers did not occur. (laughs) There were no empty shelves. Now, Jen has asked this question. Uh, okay, I just watched the original Top Gun. I know I'm an American. But I can only uh, remember the one bar part where he sings to her from my childhood, so I rewatched it this week. First of all, the movie has been so hyped up, I was waiting uh, for it to get good. When that didn't happen, I thought, question, how in the fuck is Tom Cruise going to make Top Gun 2, quote, uh, colon, Maverick? Uh, he's going to be grandpa age. He's no longer believable as sexy and, well, too old to instruct. He should have retired by now. How's this going to be worthy sequel? Look, look, great questions. And and here, I'm still still on the boycott of it because it's been pushed back. Later this morning, we have another movie that's been pushed back, and I'm not happy. Not happy. I imagine that they will address all of that in 
Top Gun colon Maverick. And if I do see the movie, uh, I, I'll let you know. By the way, the first one is awesome because we defeat Russia. In, in that, we, we take out Russian airplanes. That's the awesome part right there. In, in the fighting scene where they're fighting in the planes and, and they blow up them, them Russian MiGs, that's the awesome shit right there. Uh, let's see. The same military forces vaxes and making sure being gay is a top priority in today's military. Yeah, no thanks. Agreed. One of the most uh, overrated movies ever, uh, in my opinion. Good, not great. Look, I love Top Gun. I, I remember, it, to me, it was one of those awesome movies because it showed America winning. That's why, that's why, to me, it was so good. It showed America kicking Russia's ass. And we lost Goose in the process. I am looking forward to part two, but, man, I don't know if I'm going to see it. Maybe I fell asleep or turned it off, but I thought the movie was just them in flight school. There, no one told me Meg Ryan was in it. I would have watched it earlier had I known that. I love her. A uh, big part of Top Gun Do was filmed in Tahoe, yeah. Hey, you're out. Good morning to you. Merry Christmas and stuff. So did Iron Eagle. Yeah, but it didn't have Tom Cruise in it. And it didn't have a kick-ass song. I, I, I think that's the part that made Top Gun so great. Was mainly because the, the, the song was so... I mean, this... I know it's Kenny Loggins, but shit. I mean, it's still badass. And look, you don't have to like Top Gun. It's not like the greatest movie ever, like Roadhouse. I mean, if you were to come in and say Roadhouse was a dumb movie, well, I would just drop everything and we would have a debate on that. That's truth. The soundtrack did make it a lot better. Oh, absolutely. Take my breath away. And, I mean, they didn't get Kelly McGillis for the sequel because Kelly McGillis aged poorly. Whoo! Whoo, she's donkey ugly. Yeah, you better say yellow. We're just kidding. Okay, maybe Top Gun gets uh, best new song in movie. We should make it a top ten. Iron Eagle didn't have a good song. Queen, One Vision was a great song. Wasn't as good as that. It wasn't as good as Captain Soundtrack there. You don't fuck with Kenny Loggins when it comes to a soundtrack. I mean, come on. You're going to tell you're going to tell me and I love Queen. Don't get me wrong. I love Queen. But when it comes to soundtracks, there is only one person besides Randy Newman. I mean, I mean think about it. He had this one. Oh, dancing gopher. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. This is giving me goosebumps. You know, and, and here's the thing. Come on. Come on, Kenny, sing it. You ready, everybody? You're listening to ArnieRadio.com. Oh, wait. I fucking blew that one. Been working. So hard, I'm punching my card. Eight hours for what? Don't tell me what I got. I got this feeling. 
the story of a boy who moves from Chicago to Beaumont, Texas, where they don't allow dancing, and he brings dancing to town. That's a movie right there. Uh, as I'm singing, takes me right back. Alicia says, true story, I've never seen Roadhouse. You need to see that over the break. Come on now. I mean, seriously, you have to see that. Uh, Vision Quest is an underrated, yes it is. You can't hold your mud. About Loudon Swain, the wrestler. Now he has an affair with some gal who moves to town who's got big gigantic nipples. Fuck yeah, that is a great wrestling movie. Brady Kitts says, I've seen Roadhouse. Damn right you have. Can you imagine if Roadhouse had a better soundtrack? I'm just telling you right now. It would have won everything. It would have won Tony's, Emmys, MTV Awards, even though MTV was probably not really around then. I mean... The soundtrack wasn't bad, but but you, you had mainly this guy. The, you, you, you had the Jeff Healy band. He was a blind guitar player, kind of a blues band. Girl, you're looking fine tonight. I mean, it did have. And every guy it did have this song. These arms are. Oh, goddamn. I like that. Oh, man, do I like that a lot. I'm writing that shit down. A Mount Rushmore of soundtracks. Now, remember, tomorrow we have the Mount Rushmore of terrible Christmas traditions. Soundtracks. Oh, man. That's going to be tough. That's going to be, and, and and I will put the caveat, it can't be a musical. Like, Grease can't be in there, because that's a musical. I mean, like, 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 look, look, soundtracks that I would have in mind, Great Balls of Fire, amazing soundtrack. You got to have Walk the Line in there. We have to, oh, less than zero. Less than zero is probably the finest Soundtrack that's out there. Valley Girl, great one. Goddamn, I thought I was the only one who had seen Vision Quest. Shit, I have it on DVD, VHS, and digitally on my Apple TV. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I love that. Loudon Swain, his wrestling. Going against shoot. Guy carrying up a log, running a football stadium steps with a big, gigantic log on his shoulders. Hold on a second here. Now, that, that that movie, I can't really say it had a great sound uh, soundtrack, uh, but it did have this song. Yeah, uh-huh. Great movie. If you've never seen Vision Quest, I highly recommend that movie. Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, 
Great ones. Great soundtracks. Dazed and Confused. Holy shit. Breakfast Club. All right. All right. I'll, let, let me. I will work on it while I'm off. I'm taking Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off next week. When we come back next week, we will do the Mount Rushmore of soundtracks. I like this. I like this a lot. Uh, walk the line, but it's a movie about a musician. Seems like it doesn't belong. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, I like how this is going, Jen. Hang down, Jen. I like this, that, that we're taking movies out that involve musicians. Because Forrest Gump has got to be in there. That was an amazing soundtrack. Goodfellas, Casino. I'm going to have to go back and look at their soundtracks. Can't put the Blues Brothers in there. Animal House soundtrack, maybe? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. We're moving back. Blow. Yeah. Single. Oh, singles. That's a good one there. Oh, Allison Chains on there. Fucking what's-his-name, dude? The lead singer from Pearl Jam is in the damn movie. Highlander, Full Metal Jacket. All right. These are all. Let me do the research, and we'll get back to it next week. Yes, Joe Biden came out yesterday and said there was no supply chain issues. He said the store shelves were 90% stocked. P. Sucky came out and said the same thing. And she blasted the New York Times article about improved shipping. So, so I guess there weren't a bunch of, uh, uh, is Triple T here? Because uh, uh, Triple T, I see that you're logged in. Uh, so there was no supply chain issue? Really? Really? No supply chain issue whatsoever. Anybody out there that works in, uh, in retail, any supply chain? I had a supply chain issue just the other day. I went to the mall this week, and, and the week of Christmas, I, I, I do not want to be at the mall. But I had to because they have a watch repair place there. One of my watches needed a new battery. Well, lo and behold, they are having, and they told me verbatim, supply chain issues. There's Triple T, all kinds of issues in transportation. He actually says this. When there are over 100 container ships still off the coast of California. This is what I've been trying to tell you guys about this administration. This is the shaggy, it wasn't me. I, I, I need to get that. I need to just get that loop and just play it whenever they fucking lie. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Scott says we're backed up on orders for over a month. We can't get onion rings at the restaurant I work at. Haven't forgotten a, a couple weeks. Haven't gotten them in a couple weeks. Mount Rushmore of Vegas movies. Oh, you got Casino. Honeymoon in Vegas. Oceans movies. They didn't give bil- uh, billions of dollars to help speed up the ships. Didn't they just? Yeah. No. They, look, look, look. He came out and said there was no supply chain issue at all. 
even though he called attention to it and said he couldn't promise every gift would be delivered on time, yet he comes out and says there was no supply chain issue. Now, now I, I don't know if this is a lie or if I don't know if this is his dementia, honestly. Seems quite fake to me. This is stupid. Oh, and he also said uh, he, he's rejecting that truckers are trying to repeal his vaccine mandate. Joe, everybody is trying to repeal your vaccine mandate, you shit fucking eater. Rates are high, driver shortages, dock worker shortages, wait for it, fuel costs. I Look, I get it. I understand. And this is the President of the United States of America. I hate this guy so much. I, I really, truly do. I, 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 can't even, I, I, I can't even come out and say that I, I don't even think hate is a strong enough word. This guy is so dangerous for our country, it's unbelievable. Yet we, the American people, have to swallow the fact that he got more votes than anyone ever. And I can't wait to see what happens with this story. Kyle Rittenhouse has come out and says that he's fixing to be taken to the bank. Because he's saying that he is going to sue all news outlets that went after him. And he then goes on to say that there's going to be some media accountability coming soon. Well, young man, let me just say this to you. Good luck and Godspeed. Oh, I hope Kyle Rittenhouse gets billions of dollars. The sweetest money, though, will come from Joe Biden, though. We are going to see an American citizen be allowed to sue the President of the United States. And I'm almost hard over it. I mean, that diggity, giggity, 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 giggity. Where he, he called Kyle Rittenhouse a racist. These people that said he was in the Proud Boys. I don't know. He's not in the Proud Boys, is he? I don't know. And, and by the way, if he is, so what? So what if he's in the Proud Boys? Is it illegal to be in the Proud Boys? Is it illegal to be in the Black Panthers? So what? He interfered in an open investigation and an open case in America. The president did. And so did Kamala, the Indian giant. All these people, you're going to have to pay. Kyle Rittenhouse, I hope you move into the White House. Instead of suing him, say that you want to live there. That's what I'd do. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yes, Jen, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that the stealth bomber is locked and loaded. Oh, I hope I hope I hope this kid gets paid. Now, this next story, I, I I'm going to uh we gotta get Joe on here in just a little bit. But I had this story and it was sent to me as well. Now I'm uh 
two of my closest friends, in the, my, my closest friend in the entire world, Tommy, we all know he's a firefighter. Uh, and probably my best friend in Nevada is the Warbird, and he is also a firefighter. Uh, I know I know a lot of them. These just so happen to be two of my, my closest friends that I have. And I saw this story yesterday, and whenever I see stories about firefighters, and Brett, I know that you're a firefighter as well, and I say thank you for your service. Whenever I see stories about firefighters, those are the first two people that I think of. There's a story out of Illinois that 11, I'm sorry, 10 of the 13 firefighters in a volunteer group quit. That's dangerous. They quit because their chief was replaced by a man who was once convicted of arson. What the fuck kind of world do we live in? What kind of world? Fire Chief John Rosencrantz was removed from his post and replaced with Assistant Chief Jermaine Simmons at a fire district board meeting in um, Illinois. The newly appointed fire chief pled guilty to arson more than 20 years ago when he was 18. The two can be seen in a video seated at the same table when the change was made. Well, first of all, uh, flag on the play. I'm throwing a flag. How in the blue fuck did a man who pled guilty to arson, first of all, become a firefighter? He's the son of Herb Simmons, who was a longtime director of the St. Clair Emergency Management Agency. Well, there it is. Little bit of nepotism there, little daddy. He was accused of setting fire to a vacant home and then setting another fire at Dupo High School. He served probation, but said Illinois Governor uh, J.B. Prasinski has since pardoned him. I don't care if he's been fucking pardoned. He still did it. He's a firebug. <laughs> ah, Tommy was never charged, though. Or whoever that was who lights girls' hair on fire. Wasn't a mostly peaceful parson. Community members say they haven't forgotten what happened all those years ago. It's a pardon. Still, the town remembers the school being set on fire. Former Chief Rosencrantz calls the decision appalling and disgusting. How does he call it? Look, 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 I understand that they replaced him and he's pissed off about that. But how in the fuck can he have this guy even on his fire department? Volunteer fire departments are social clubs, and that's how they let anyone in. How do you? Wait, 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 wait. I understand. I, I, I get. But, but here's the thing. You wouldn't allow a rapist to be a girl's counselor, would you? Someone who was, who pled guilty to rape. And then you're going to counsel sexual attack victims. 
You wouldn't let no, 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 no. And it, it's just volunteering. You still wouldn't let that person in there. If you know somebody is an arsonist, you don't let them become a firefighter ever. I'm sorry, ever. The end. I don't blame the 10 of the 12 people to walk off this volunteer job. And once again, it's a volunteer job. I'm outie. No, he let them become teachers. Exactly. Rosencrantz was never given a reason why he was fired. Nearby fire department chiefs have said their departments would help fill any gaps in coverage left by the resignations. Well, there's going to be lots of gaps because this fucking firebug is going to start setting fires just to make himself look good. It's fucking terrible. God damn it. Now our country is falling into this it wasn't me trap. Oh, you're a fire chief now. Yeah, but didn't he do arsons? Yeah, but I, I, I got pardoned. He, he, they get paid? Well, fuck that bullshit then. That motherfucker going to get fired. All right, we're going to take a break here because I got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, get his ass up and going this morning, get ready for uh, – we've got some bowl games. we got to talk about a game and, of course, the NFL. But first, let us play today's music. Today's Christmas music. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping And I bought some corn for popping The lights are turning away down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really
What would happen if Christmas carols told a lie? Tell me what would you find? You'd see that today holds something special Waffle House 
said she heard reindeer on the restaurant roof. Billy can't eat yet, we're staring at the brunette over in the corner booth. He wants to meet her something awful, won't even touch his waffle. He wants her attention, I know. He wants to put her in his stocking, old jingle bell rocking underneath the mistletoe. Ain't nothing like a good old fashioned Waffle House Christmas. Twenty-seven brand new friends, all having dinner with us, joining our hands, bowing our heads. Time to call Joe Murphy. Uh, hopefully he answers this week. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm betting on him. Joe's my guy. Uh-oh. Hello. Joe Murphy. Hello. Hey, what's oh, up, buddy? Okay, I, I can hear you now. Okay, good. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I, well, I'm doing great. Just finished my breakfast like I always, you know, do a two liter a Mountain Dew and a couple pop tarts. Got a boy. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I do it. And then, then Grandma had me run to the store for a pack of uh, pop, pack of Newports and a forty <laughs> OE. So that was so anyway. But I'm ready to go. Good, you know? good, good. Hey, uh, you lived in Nebraska. Do they have Waffle Houses in Nebraska? 
In Nebraska, I believe they do. Yeah. Okay. And good. We actually, yeah. we actually have one here now. What? I saw it the other day at Waffle House, and I because I said to whoever I was with in I Reno. Said, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I oh my god. And I said, I said, I go Waffle. I go, you know, that's like the, it's not the international. I go Waffle. You know, and I thought it's some some guy just throwing up his own place. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, Marino's first Waffle House. Oh, the yellow and black is there, baby. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I have reason to come back to Reno now to go to Waffle House. <laughs> that'll be, yeah, that'll be incredible. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is in the house. We got lots of sports to talk about today, Joe. Have you seen the story about the Gator Bowl? Well, the uh, now Rutgers is the actually the official state school of New Jersey. Correct. And, yes, and the Rutger, uh the Knights, I believe they. Uh, I believe they are the Scarlet Knights. Yes. The Scar- oh, Scarlet Knights, right? Um, well, they deserve to go. I mean, uh, what? Who, who backs out of a bowl game? Was it COVID-related? Yes, Texas, yes. Texas A&M? The fucking fighting Texas Aggies have backed out of a bowl game. Way yeah. to go, A&M. Barab so, fucking O. I, <laughs> I know. It's like, we're, we have other stuff. We're busy. Oh, yes. okay. But I apologize. We got a couple players that got sniffles, so they can't go to the damn bowl game. <laughs> Yeah, what a, what a farce! I mean, that is embarrassing. Uh, they so, won't be there against Wake Forest. The game is played on December thirty first. Now it's up in the air. Uh, fucking unbelievable! Way to go, Ags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I was going to put a letter in front of it, and that's ridiculous. You know, but, um, <clears throat> so what we got here? If you are, are you are you what are you ready to move to? The oh, I'm, re- I'm got- ready. I'm ready to move to some bowl games, and we got one okay. bowl game that we'll start with. Uh, we we've got it. It's on the Monday, the twenty seventh. I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I come back Thursday just so I can talk to you next week, Joe. Um, wow, thank you. Uh, but the Quick Loan Bowl or Quick Lane Quick Loan Bowl, uh, <laughs> featuring Western quick, Michigan. Quick Lane. Quick, quick line. Quick line. Okay, there it is. Quick line bowl game, which I have, I have no idea what that is. Oh no, sorry. Correction, correction. Quick lane. Quick bowl. lane. Okay, I had it right the first time. Uh, Western Michigan versus the mighty Nevada Wolf Pack. <laughs> yeah, what this is going to boil down to is who's better, the Mac or the Pack? Mm-hmm. The Mac. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you seen any spread on this game? I don't have any spreads for the yeah, games I've yeah, given you. But so. they have the Western Michigan Broncos favored by six and a half over the Wolfpack. Really? And, you know, it really does. It, it, is it the who's better, the Mountain West, or you know, they they play some pretty good football in that uh, in that league. But uh, it, so it's hard to compare, you know, the Mountain West with uh, with the MAC. Um, uh, so you, the only thing I can do is, is you, you, you got to bet the pack. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would go with the pack because I know more about them. And this is what bowl games are all about. Having having teams from conferences that will never play each other, and they end up playing in, in pretty much an exhibition game, but it, it still counts to the kids. 
You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's some, some of the hugest upsets of all time are in bowl games. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And bowl games are great for that community. A lot of communities, like the next game we're going to talk about, the well, Liberty Bowl. Look, real quick. Yeah. Just so you, you know, here, uh, you, you wanted some razzle-dazzle. So, yes. Um, yeah, the Quick Lane is a global tire and auto care company. Uh, it's owned by Ford. They're based out of Dearborn, Michigan. And uh, they were founded in 1997. All right. Wow, look at that. Joe Murphy with some <laughs> major backup stats there. Well, that, you know, uh, I, I, I was thinking it was the, the place was just going to be empty. You know, Ford Field is huge. Yeah. Then I thought, you know, Western Michigan, they might, they might drag a few people there. So. All right. Well, how about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, which I do believe is played in Memphis, correct? <sighs> Yeah. Uh, a huge yeah, game on. for the city of Memphis. Which, which? The Liberty Bowl. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. I had that thing right here. Yeah, go ahead. So the, the uh, Liberty Bowl, I believe that's in like Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Let, let me let me get to my page here. Uh-huh. If I can fucking find it. Where the hell? Oh, there it is. There's Liberty Bowl. Uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, baby, at the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. In Memphis, you got the 7-5 and five Mississippi State Bulldogs taking on the 6-6 six and six Red Raiders from you Texas know, Tech. You know what? You did not include that in the memo. No, I did not. I just gave the game names. So, there you well, go. Oh, who is it? Okay, so, so we're talking about which bowl right now? The Liberty Bowl. Okay, the Liberty Bowl, Memphis, Tennessee. And by the way, I did mention the bowl names. I'm looking at the text message right now. (laughs) I put AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Mississippi State versus Texas Tech there. Okay, well, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. You know, Mississippi State, I... I was thinking if this if Mississippi State was like ten points or more, I would take Texas Tech. Mississippi State favored by nine and a half. AutoZone Liberty, you know, and oh, this is ridiculous because AutoZone <laughs> is a is a is an aftermarket card place they, uh, based out of Memphis. Uh, uh, founded in 1979, and uh, that William Rhodes is the CEO. All so, right, fantastic. <laughs> so, but uh, I I want to take Texas Tech so bad, but. But that's an SEC team, Mississippi State. Um, I, Mississippi State, but laying the nine and a half, that's where they get you. Like, yeah, yeah. that one's a tough one. That one's. A, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going guns up. I'm going. I'm going with the Tech. I'm going with the I'll Red, go Raiders. Red Raiders with you. I'll go okay. Red Raiders. All right. Next one up is uh, the Cheez It Bowl, played at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. We have <laughs> former like. Back-to-back national championship ch- champion Clemson taking on seven and five Iowa State. Yeah, seven and five Iowa State, and the, what? Right off the bat, though, cheese is, is a cheese cracker manufacturer owned by Kellogg Company. I, I think we all know what cheese it's our and, show. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, the biscuit is the biscuit is twenty six by twenty four millimeters. Wow! 
Boy, that is some inside stuff right there. <laughs> this is kind of this is bowl game information. This You're is. not going to find anywhere. No, nowhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and look, you got Clemson had a very disappointing year. Iowa yeah. State disappointing year for them because they were on the rise. This is going to yeah. be. A, I think this is a tough game for Iowa State. I think it is too, but uh, Clemson, I and mean, it's basically a pick of, you know, whoever wins, you win your bet. Uh, I, yeah, this is one of those games where I think, uh, I want to say that the underdog is going to win, but there's no underdog, apparently. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's I like, weird. Weird I one like point this. spread. Yeah, well, they, they'll do that. It's basically what they didn't call a pick them, anyways, you know. Pick them is just, you know, once. Which I love games. I love pick'em games. I love betting those. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because I'm, I'm taking Clemson in this game because they look like a cheese it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> if you look at the cheese it cracker, it resembles more of Clemson color than anything else. So that's why okay. I'm, I'm taking them. All right, I'm taking the Cyclones. Okay. All right. Uh, our last bowl game that we're going to talk about is the Alamo Dome, uh, or at the Alamo Dome down in San Antonio, the Valero Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Now, I do believe that Valero is an oil company. Am I correct? Yeah, the, the Alamo Bowl, uh, they're an energy company, uh, uh, based Fortune 500, by the uh, way. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Tra- transportation fuels. Uh, and and uh, now they're CEO Joseph Gurdon, okay? But... <laughs> but... <laughs> So the, the final thing is it, it, it is the it is the Alamo Bowl, and it has been it is a, a, a hosted by Valero. Uh, what where do you think they're going to play that ball game? Oh, that's in San Antonio. It's right next to the <laughs> yeah. Alamo. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, that's a game Alamo. you don't want to end up in. That that that's like the the like the third place team in the Big Twelve ends up there. It sucks. Uh, well, I want to say yeah. Well, no, I want to say that. Uh, Boy, did Nebraska beat Tennessee and 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 Peyton Manning in his last game on uh, in the Alamo Bowl? Okay. Uh, well, this one is a uh, ten and three Oregon taking on ten and two Oklahoma. New coach at Oklahoma. I do believe new coach at Oregon as well. All kinds of rumors that Caleb Williams could be transferring out of Oklahoma. I, I, I think there's a lot of eyes on this game to see wow. what's going to be happening. Wow. So, so that would be the second quarterback that Oklahoma lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they're worried about it at OU, and I am happy. <laughs> you love it just to bleed, bleed, bleed in Oklahoma. Oh, God, yes. Let it run crimson and cream all day long. <laughs> oh, man. Over in that Austin Yellow River. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do like Oregon in this game. Oklahoma doesn't have anything, in my opinion, to play for. They 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 are a team that is wounded and down, and I don't think they're going to get back up for this one. You you don't think the Ducks are getting up? No, I think the Ducks are. I think the Ducks are going to kick the shit out of Oklahoma in this game. Wow, the Sooners favored by four and a half. Where's let's see the games in San Antonio. That's gonna that's gonna help Oklahoma out because Oregon's gonna have to stop and get cowboy boots before mm-hmm. they go. Exactly. Um, 
I, I like that. You know what? I, I, I think Oklahoma runs over them. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we'll have more bowl games next week uh, when I come back. Uh, but now we got to go off to the NFL and do this week's game, is starting with tonight's game. The 8-6 uh, and six Niners traveling to Nashville to take on the 9-5 and five Titans. Oh, yeah. Well, San Francisco looks like uh, the best team in the league sometimes. Yeah, you know. sometimes they do. Uh, and, and they're on, let's see, well, they've, they've won two in a row, eight and six. You wouldn't think that the Niners, a couple weeks ago, you would not think that the Niners were going to be eight and six. No. Uh, and uh, so, uh, let's see, you know, this team was, geez, San Francisco uh, started out like a three-point spread, and then now Tennessee's a favorite by one. So, uh, uh Boy, that's tough. This is a tough one. Nine and five, Tennessee, eight and six, Niners. Boy, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to take the Niners. Okay. Uh, I Usually I have a rule that I don't take Tennessee, and I hate the 49ers. Uh, I'm going to take the Niners based on the strength of their defense and the fact that Tennessee is not the same team without Derrick Henry. They're just yeah. not the same team without Derrick Henry, and I think the Titans lose this and continue to lose and possibly miss the playoffs. So you won't be attending you won't be attending the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. No, no, not anytime soon. Okay. I just, just double checked. I will I'm not going, I will I'm not be going, going to the Music City Bowl either in Nashville. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I had tickets to both. I was gonna go, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game is on Saturday on Christmas Day. The seven and seven Browns, who cried their way into a, a getting their game postponed till Monday of last week, taking on the eleven and three Green Bay Packers. Yeah, uh, let's see. You know, Green Bay hasn't lost a game all year at home. Um, uh, I mean, they're they're just, they're they're rolling. Uh, I think this is one of those blowouts. Uh, so, you know, uh, Green Bay favored by a touchdown. I'm looking at a, like a 47 to 28 game. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I I don't like the Browns, but I I won't pick against them because I don't like them. I like that. The Packers are good. The Packers scare me. They're that good. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they do. It, that, like I said, Aaron Rodgers just – I was looking at something. the other. You know, he leads in so many categories. I mean, it's just, you know, he's just – that guy is just uh, – he's a Tom Brady. He yeah. really is. He's not better. Minus all the rings. Uh, all right. Yeah, exactly. The other game on Christmas Day is the 8-6 and six Colts against the 10-4 and four Cardinals who just lost to Detroit. First time they lost two games in a row all year. Yep. So, you know, Kyler, he – I saw Kyler down at the ice cream shop the other day. Oh, he was did he was really down on himself. Yeah, yeah he was at the max. I can imagine. I, I mean, that's what happens whenever you lose to the fucking Lions. <laughs> hey, somebody had to, you know. <laughs> the, the Steelers really tied them. Yeah, Thank I God. mean, yeah, Minnesota lost to them, and then the Cardinals lose to them. I think that the Cardinals have to bounce back this week against. I know the Colts are hot right now, but don't the Cardinals have to bounce back after losing? To Detroit, 
Yeah, but well, and I said that you know, I think I said a few weeks back that Arizona was going to be one of those teams that you know they were so hot, and I go in a few weeks they're going to be uh, have, uh, run, you know, run has-beens or not really has-beens, but they'll just be in the pack. Yeah, and that's exact. That's exactly what's happening. So yeah. I'm liking the Colts. Okay. I'll take the Colts. All right, cool. You're you're taking the Colts and the points. And every- Everybody's betting the Colts too. Everybody, yes. I mean, it's just they've had to move the line. Like you know, they have to keep a guy there overnight just to move it. <laughs> All right, the aforementioned two and eleven, two eleven and one. Detroit Lions are on the road against the Falcons. Can the Lions make it two wins in a row? Or wouldn't this be this well, would be three wins in a row, wouldn't it? Well, uh, let's see. What what's the date on this game? Uh, this is on Sunday, the twenty sixth. Wow, a, yes, a day before the pack gets to play there. Yeah. So, um, boy, maybe we should go with a home team theme. I mean, you know, but <laughs> the Lions are 0-6 on the road, so let's get a win while they're away. But, uh, I'll take the, I like, I like the Hawks. And- uh, I, you know what? I'm going to stick with the Lions. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ride the hot team, the the Detroit Lions. They might have figured something out. They're they're out of the playoffs already, but hey. I, I like them. Did you hear me? I, I, I actually call them the Hawks. <laughs> you mean the Falcons? It's Falcons, the same yeah. thing. They got you, a basketball you catch team. It, but that was great. So, uh, all yeah. right. How about the eight and six Ravens? And I don't know. Is their quarterback playing? Is is is, is Lavar playing? Let me see the, what the I Bengals? can do for you. The eight you and six really- Bengals. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals quarterback? No, no, the uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback. Yeah, okay. Because I know um, Joe Burrow's going to play for Cincinnati. We got J.K. Dobbins out and Gus Edwards, both running backs. That's okay, all right. I got, for, I got that from uh, Jay Glazer. So. Oh, yeah, because you and Jay Glazer go way back. You don't like <laughs> we, to talk about it. We, but... oh, you, you don't even want to talk about yeah, exactly, the old days with yeah. Jay Glazer. Yeah. Oh, man. Those are some <laughs> Those were some hard-hitting times. No, man. When men were men. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about this when Cincinnati, I got listed as a three-point favorite? Yeah, they uh, they really uh, like this. This I'm going to have to bring this computer back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, we are looking for the, which game are we looking for? The Ravens and Bengals. Why didn't you just tell me that? Jeez, yeah, I know. Crying. I know. We just talked about this it for the last four this minutes. This is ridiculous. Okay. Well, I was checking the injury report, and then I had a circuit breaker go out. So well, It happens. Um, that day, it's that <laughs> damn Jay Glazer. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, I was just going to bring him up again. Makes me sick. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore getting three. We got Cincinnati favored by three. So I, I that's kind of weird. That that seems like everybody's gonna want to jump on Baltimore. I'm jumping on the Bengals. I like the I like Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I hate Baltimore too. I'll go with the Bengals too. Okay. I'll go. Yeah. How about the red hot L.A. Rams, ten and four, taking on the seven and seven Vikings in Minnesota? Man. <laughs> I'd love to see the Vikings win this one. The Rams are favored by three. Yeah. They're, they're five and two on the road. Uh, 
Let's see. Boy, I could check injuries for this one, too. What do we got going on with the Rams? Um, I don't know. I have no one idea because I don't like the Rams. Robert Woods, wide receiver out there. Hey, as long as Aaron Donald's playing, the Rams are a damn good team. Yeah, they are a good team. Uh, five and two, like I said, on the road. Um, I think I think this is the week. Well, these would be the, the, the final weeks where you know things really crazy things happening. So I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Like the pick. I like that pick a lot, and I'm going to second you on that. I'm taking the Vikings as well. Yeah, there's going to be some people that lose that 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 you thought, oh, these guys are shoe in or something, and they're going to lose, and and some guys are going to win. So it's going to be crazy. This is when guys get you know tough in the NFL. Uh, I think this next game, the winner of this next game, will be the ones who play Kansas City for the AFC Championship a little bit more down the road. But the eight and six Bills are going to New England to take on the nine and five Patriots. Well, uh, nobody thought Bill Belichick would have a nine and five team. No, no. you know, just they just thought, well, this kid, he's over this. This uh, he's got some kids coming in. He'll do the best he can, but you know, it's just like that guy's. He's like a Tom Brady of coaching. Yeah, he he is. He really is. Yeah. You know, he's like a hundred and five hitting you know, Keith Richards hang out. But, yeah, but. <laughs> I, I like you. Yeah, you know they had that list of the, the highest paid dead people. You know, like the people that are deceased, but they're still bringing in the cash. Yeah, like Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley. Yeah, you know, Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I like. Uh, well, you could. You love the Bills, man. You've been I riding do. the Bills. I do. Uh, I'm, <laughs> this thing's gonna be a barn burner. It's going to be one of those games where you get bonus coverage. You know, you're sitting there and you're like, your game ends and you get throttled, but then they throw you a good game. That's what, this is going to be, a, uh, I'm taking the Patriots. I am reluctantly taking the Patriots because I know that Cole Beasley is missing the game because of COVID. And Cole Beasley is a huge part of that offense in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. And I, so, I, yeah. I, I think it sucks. You see those guys, those little guys like that, naked. It's like you know, yeah. Uh, just and they're just beasts. Uh, Aldo just says no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Not this week, though. I still like the Bills. I like the Bills in the playoffs, but that not against the Patriots. Uh, Bills, might be, Bills about, might be one of these teams that uh, that, like I said, damn, all of a sudden they lose two in a row. All right, next two games really suck, so we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Just, just, just give me your pick here on this one, the Jags and the Jets. Wah, wah. I know, right? The, the Jags and the Jets. They, you know, that's like nobody. You know, I went to the sports book uh, last night, and they had uh, they had like an over under on you know Cleveland how many COVID players you know <laughs> over under thirteen. Sure. Yeah, and then the only other thing on the board was, you know, well, the, the Colts, you know, it was like minus 160 whether the game would be a postponed. So, yeah, those were the only bets up there. But. Oh. This, <laughs> this, this game is so fucking off. I'll, I'll just say it. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Games in New York? Yeah. In New Jersey? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I like the Jets, too. I get some, like, 
I like that show uh, with the uh, uh, Leah Romini. And, uh, oh and, yeah, King of Queens. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin James always used to have his Jets jersey, so I'm going with the Jets for that okay. reason only. All right. Uh, how? Oh, another game. Oh God, this is too. Uh, look, I am rooting for the Giants to win this game. Because I want the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys are pretty much one division. When they beat the Redskins this week, which we'll get to that game, they will be the division winners. They're going to the playoffs no matter what. But you got Giants against the Eagles. Eagles, big uh, favorites, almost 10-point favorite. Uh, the Giants are just on a skid. They're, they've lost three in a row. They just, they're just team that just, they're, they're just stinks every year. You know, Back in the day, the Saints... You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the Giants are the new, like, Cubs of sports. But, uh, let's, yeah, really Philadelphia, my, Philadelphia in a route. Okay, well, I'm taking the Giants because I hate the fucking Eagles. Uh, all right, now this should be a bounce-back game for Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're on the road against the Carolina Panthers. Let me see here. That Tom Brady. You know, that was the first time that uh, somebody beat Tom Brady. Shut him out. That I know, but, but I, that was just going to say that the first time somebody beat Tom Brady and, and he, they didn't score. Yep. Beat his ass. I mean, got him to lose his composure on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't see Tom Brady. Uh, you don't see him, you know, screaming and yelling. That guy, he holds it together pretty good. But uh, emotion. I, it's like me. I never show emotion. No, never, never. You're, you're, no. you're a cool, calm, and collected fella, Joe. <laughs> I always keep it together. Yeah. I, I, I like I like Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I think Tom Brady gets some revenge and takes it out on the Panthers this week. This would be that one time where I would go ahead and bet Tampa Bay and lay the 10 points because I think they're going to win this game by a lot more. But that's just me. Uh, next game up, we got the 8-6 and six Chargers and the 3-11 and 11 Texans. Talking about bounce backs, how about a bounce back for San Diego? Yep, yep. Chargers, uh, now, uh, the, uh, again, uh, Houston, Houston's going to probably win like four in a row to end the season. So I'm taking, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's what will happen. So, and they'll just piss somebody off, you know? So uh, I'm taking Houston. Okay. In this one. All right. Getting 10 points. What the heck? All right. Uh, let's see. I, I'm going to take the chargers easy. Uh, Stackard just wrote in. So why wasn't he fine for yelling at opponents, benches, coaches, but that bears player got fired for looking at the other team players. Arnie, who plays in San Diego? Oh, God damn it. I always call him. Yeah, fuck you, Stackar. I know you're a Chargers you know fan. What? They're still the goddamn San Diego Chargers to me. You, you know, when you get our age, when you get our age, yes. you, know, you can't remember everything. Right. Yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry picking the NFL them. and the Major League Baseball with the bounce around like a popcorn popper. She's got better things to do. Jeez, I might just take the Texans now, just to take them, but I won't. <laughs> I won't. I need the wins. Uh, I, I think the Chargers win pretty easy. 
Uh, all right. The four and boy, here's another shit game. The four and ten bears taking on the five and nine sea chickens. The sea chickens. I love that. Did you get that from me, by the way? No, no. I've been saying that for twenty years. That's crazy because uh, uh, some guy I told you some guy called me on the radio and said, uh, you know, told me he was just, he was furious. I called him a sea chicken. You know, and I said, mm. well, just go get a show then, and you can call them whatever yeah. you want. I've never seen a Seahawk. I've seen a sea chicken. They play in <laughs> Seattle. You know what else you've never seen? Has anybody seen baby pigeons? <laughs> no, I've never seen a baby pigeon. There you go. Mm-hmm. You see a baby chicken, but not a baby pigeon. Uh, so in this game, you got the Bears and the Seahawks. God almighty. I, yeah. like, I, hate, I lived in Seattle, and I hate Seattle, but Chris Payne is a Bears fan, and, well, I just want to root <laughs> against Chris Payne, so I, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. The Seahawks win. The only thing that we ever gave us out of Seattle was Frazier. Yeah, amen to <laughs> and that. Then, <laughs> and then you did tape it there, because uh, I ran up there to audition, and uh, nobody was there. God so. damn them. <laughs> you know, it's a mean industry. It is. Arnie, I'll tell you that is. right now. You know that I actually worked in Seattle at the same building that they had the real world at. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I heard you had a stint up in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was was a stint. Man, that was that was painful, and it rains a lot. Yeah, I I've been up there twice, and um, once I was in San Diego, and then I had to go to, to Seattle. Oh. It was clouded over the whole time in San Diego. We clouded over, and then Seattle, there was one the cloud in the sky. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like, I don't like Seattle. I hate, you know, I, I can't take that Carol, Pete Carroll. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Pete Carroll <laughs> chomping on that damn gum on the sideline. Oh my God! Come on, oh uh, Chicago! I, I I gotta take the Bears. I'm gonna take. The bears. This doesn't, you know, you just don't think of when you lay down and close your eyes. You don't think of the bears. Uh, I mean, winning in, in Seattle, like out, in, you know, the, where they drink, uh, you know, a coffee, exotic yeah. coffee and stuff. So, but this time, I think they do it. And All they're right. pissed, and and uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm saying it. Go Seahawks. Uh, you can pass that on to Chris Payne if you go to his watching party for that game. But, uh, well, it doesn't matter. We have lunch every Thursday. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about this one here? Your beloved 7-6-1 Steelers are on the road against the Chiefs. Well, the only Ouch. reason this is easy because you it, there's a law of percentages, and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs have won seven in a row. They're getting cocky. You know, they're too, the champagne costs a little bit more in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So... So the Steelers are going to read with a little snake bite come up and happen today. Whoa, you're taking the Steelers in this one? Yeah, I have to because, like I said, Kansas, this is a a professional football league. The fastest guys in the world. They they asked that Justin Herbert, you know, what's the difference between college and and pros? He said, the the speed, man, it's so crazy. And uh, so, you know, you can't just keep on throttling people. This isn't a little league. You know, this isn't, we got beat by uh, Sparks West again. Well, wait a um, second, though. Uh, interesting news here. No Hill or Kelsey, big tight end for Kansas City. They're on the COVID list this week. 
get down and get Pittsburgh while you get the most points you can get right now because that's going to change. Yeah. So I, I'm saying that. So they won seven in a row. I, like I said, it's the NFL. Uh, they're going to get cocky. The Steelers snake bite them. All right. I'll, I'll take the Steelers in this one as well. Uh, all right. How about this one? The seven and seven Broncos taking yeah. on the seven and seven Vegas Raiders who pulled one out Monday night by the skin of their teeth against yeah, a bunch of backups. Yeah. I thought, I thought the, uh, like the when the, the, the pick, I thought they maybe have enough time to get the ball back, and I'll be son of a bitch if they didn't and go get the ball back with nothing left and uh, win that thing. Win that game. I I I got to tell you, I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders are starting to pick. The Raiders, I think, may go to the playoffs, but that's it. They aren't going any further than round one of the playoffs. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. I don't see the. Huh? Maybe. I don't see the Raiders. I when I look at a playoff picture, I don't see the Raiders in there. Even I'd love to. You know, I I love when you think your team sucks and all of a sudden they come back and do something. So uh, I would love to see the Raiders make the playoffs, but I just don't see it happening. But I do see them winning this ball game. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like the Raiders in this. Now we got the Sunday night game. A rivalry between one time the Cowboys and the Redskins, now whatever the fuck Washington is, whatever their football team is, taking on my beloved Dallas Cowboys, 10 and 4 on the season. We win this. We win the division. It's over. We don't have to worry about anything. We're still worried about home field. I'm taking. Do you know who I'm taking in this game? (laughs) I know. I know. Play this. Play the. Play the the bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, how about them Cowboys? That's all I got to say. Oh, I thought you were going to – I thought you had something, on, you know, on, on digitally track where you were going to bust it out or something no, no, like No, no digital tracks until we get to the playoffs. Okay, okay. No fire, you know, no nothing. Exactly. You know, stay calm, you know, let's go out and work. Hey, we work the same thing every day. After Oklahoma got moved, you know, they left. And uh, so it was no more Nebraska, Oklahoma. Well, uh, I think his name was uh, Bill McCormick. Uh, he wanted to make the uh, Colorado Buffaloes, the new rivalry, the new Oklahoma, yeah. you know, Nebraska. But he used to get so pissed because Osborne, you know, uh, he's a doctor of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, they would tell him, oh, you know, aren't you just uh, McCormick you know, in, 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 at Colorado would, you know, make it, you know, paint it red and stuff like that. And, and nothing that year. And you talk to Osborne and he go, well, it's another ball game. You know, we got to go out and uh, prepare just like we would against Iowa State. You know, <laughs> he pissed him off like that. But because um, I just, I woke up missing Tom Osborne today. I apologize. Well, that's quite all right. <laughs> I don't blame you. Are we, are we at the Dolphins, uh, at the Saints? No, 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 we aren't there yet. Did you take the Cowboys Oh, yeah, game? no, we were talking about that other game. That doesn't really count. didn't really stick out to me. Because um, you know why? Because John uh, Riggins isn't playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they if they break out John Riggins, I might get scared. I ain't scared, <laughs> no, though. Yeah, yeah, then we, you know, bring Fran Charkins in. And, hey, I don't know who I'm betting. Yeah. All Somebody. right. How about then the Monday game? The Dolphins, who are seven and seven, taking on the Saints, that are seven and seven. You didn't get let me make my pick in the Dallas Washington game. Well, I, if you pick the Washington team, you're an idiot. 
Wow. I'm just saying, the Cowboys are at home. I know. I know. Let me say, let me, let me redact that. Let me redact that statement or retract it. Let me say, because it's 10 and a half. If you take Washington, I can live with that. If you're taking them based on the point spread. Yeah. Um, You know what? I think, you know, you know what? The Cowboys better. They're always, you know, flash and, and then dash. Uh, and so I, you know, they better. I better see something tonight, uh, Mr. States. Yeah, because well, I'll take them. So Tony, uh, not- Tony Pollard is going to take over the league. I'm just telling you that right now. Ezekiel Elliott will not be a Dallas Cowboy next year. Mark my words. Yeah, I, some say that if uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns don't make the playoffs, uh, or some say anyway that Baker Mayfield will not be a Cleveland Brown next year. He shouldn't be in the league anyway. He's a bum. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'll go folks. there. I said it. <laughs> folks, the opinions said on the Arnie State show. We uh, got the Dolphins. I'm, kind of, I'm always rooting for the Dolphins. I don't know why. Uh, boy, that's two and four away. The Saints. This. I think the Dolphins win this one. The Dolphins win this one. The Saints are favored by a three. I don't care. The Dolphins win this one. Uh, I'll, uh, this, this, is a, this is a game of hurricane versus hurricane towns. Towns that survive hurricanes. I'm going well, go, yeah, to go with the Saints. Very strong word. I'm going to go with the Saints. I like the Saints in this game. They're at home. You know, they're they're on the outside looking in. Neither of these teams are talking about postseason. So I'm just gonna go ahead and take the Saints. I you know, I I, I like the Saints, but you know, anybody who purchases real estate that is below sea level, <laughs> come on. You're just asking <laughs> for trouble. I mean that's like the ninth ward, you know, it's actually below sea level. Yeah, you're gonna give me a big spread down here. Should be fine. All right. I'm taking the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, Joe, I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas, my friend. And uh, Um, we will talk next week. I come back next Thursday just in time to talk to you. That's perfect. That's perfect. And things are going beautiful over here, so I appreciate it. Good, my man. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Talk to you later, (laughs) Murph. Thank you for your time. See you, buddy. Bye. Uh, let's see, Hangtown Jen, because I just say Mike does not usually get to listen in the morning. He works nights. He's up with me today listening, and he's over here chuckling while listening to YouTube banter about the NFL. Well, that's my job. We got to make it some kind of fun. I mean, seriously, I mean, going over point spreads and all that kind of stuff, that can get kind of boring and, and shitty. We try not to be boring and shitty. Uh, all right, so there you go. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Here are your next set of Christmas songs. I'm very proud of these. Almost as proud as all the ones I'm going to play tomorrow.
probably my top two Christmas movies of all time. The movie Love Actually. Great movie. Billy Mack singing Christmas is all around. I love that movie. It just all the way around great. Hank Damjian says the Christmas music puts me in a holiday spirit, which is good for cleaning out the garage and getting rid of Christmas decorations in prep for our move. Just buy new ones for next year. There you go. Absolutely. So there. That's why I've been playing them all week. And then tomorrow. Oh, man, tomorrow's Christmas music is over the top. Everything that you haven't heard this week, you're like, Arnie, uh, uh, you haven't played. And if you're looking for Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, you, you keep looking because we don't play that bullshit. We don't fuck around with that. No, no, we don't. Tomorrow is the top notch, the top tier of Christmas music. So there you go. All right, back to the show we go now. Uh, by the way, I, I got to get something off my chest here. Uh, by the way, hey, Straight Fire, good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Better late than never. I, I, I got a bitch. I got a bitch about something. The other day I was in a convenience store, 7-Eleven. I was in 7-Eleven the other day. All right? I know I probably bitched about this before, but I'm going to continue to bitch about it. I'm just going to say it right now. All you motherfuckers that buy lottery tickets and scratch-offs, you know what? I, I, I wish this woman a broken hip the moment she got done paying. She's sitting there. It, it, if you play the fucking lottery, know what tickets you're going to fucking buy, all right? Don't stand up at the counter and go, ooh, I want a $10 one of these. Let's see what else you have. Oh, I want an $11 one of these. Oh, and we'll play the super, you know, crazy one there that I have no shot at winning. Look, I don't care. I'm not against the lottery. I'm against selling lottery tickets at convenience stores. God damn it. When you go to 7-Eleven, and I was really at a 7-Eleven, Stackar. I, I'm, I'm, I know that you're no longer part of the 7-Eleven family, but I was at a 7-Eleven. And goddamn, man, convenience store is supposed to go in, and then you go out. In and out. In and out. Don't stand there taking 15 minutes to pick out your goddamn lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there are $10 scratchers out there. There are $20 scratchers out there. This old bat was throwing all her damn money away. And by the way, the bitch cut me off in the parking lot, too. I was heated. I was not a fan of this old lady. And then when she did that shit, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. And, I, and let me just tell you, 
uh, I was a huffing and a puffing. She's lucky I was two people behind her. Because if I would have been right behind her, I would have been like, can we open another fucking register finally? Oh, God almighty. There's a $30 scratcher now? Holy shit. Man, oh man. Greatest generation. Now, I'm, I'm glad I brought this up for a reason. Because the Washington Post recently released a survey that they just found that was conducted by the U.S. Army during World War II. According to the Washington Post, an online project at Virginia Tech led to the discovery of 65,000 pages of Army surveys, which included the uncensored views of soldiers serving during World War time, and they addressed topics like race, women serving in the armed forces, homosexuality, and the war itself. Now, what they're trying to do here is they're trying to make people that fought Americans who fought in World War II look like a bunch of fucking racist, women-hating, xenophobic murderers. That's what this survey and that's what this project is trying to do. What they're trying to do is they're trying to use today's standards, and today's bullshit wannabe values and pass them on to the way it was in the 40s. Now, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to refuse to look at any of these surveys. I can just tell you that, that right now, I guarantee you, let, where's it at here? I guarantee. The N-word was used. They probably called a lot of the Asian people Japs, zipperheads, all kinds of bad things. Women probably were, were, were told to stay in the kitchen because that's the way the world was in the 40s. Is it right? The answer is, at that time, it was. I, I am so tired of this how they're trying to ascribe 2021 ways and and practices, if you will, to things that happened back in the day. How about we find survey papers from the Civil War and see what they think then, too? You're trying to besmirch the legacy and the names of World War II veterans? Uh, Let me just say this right now. I I hope Virginia Tech gets canceled for this. I hope the Washington Post shuts their doors for releasing this. How dare you? These people are the people that are ushered in freedom. These people are the people that saved the world from Nazis. And you want to make them the bad guys now? Are we really doing that? Are are, are we, I I mean, honestly, like, I'm having a hard time with this story due to the fact that you have to live with it through the Civil War, that the N-word was probably used a lot during that on both sides. And as Samuel Jackson has said in the past, they didn't have any other words to call them then. 
but trying to take a shot at, at World War II veterans, you realize the reason why you have the opportunity to take a shot at World War II veterans is because of them? That's the ironic part to me. That's the part that makes me laugh the most, is that when you want to question the people that, that guaranteed all these freedoms that you have, this is what you should say. You should just say, there's two words that you can say to a World War II veteran if you can find any that are still alive. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. I've made it a mission of mine now. Whenever I see a law enforcement officer, whenever I see a military member, even firefighters, I will go up to them and say, thank you very much for what you do. And that's it. That's all I say. And then I walk away. I don't need any, your welcomes back. I don't need them to say anything. I just thank them for their, their job that they're doing. Because you know why? I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to put my life on the line. Does that make me a coward? I don't think so. I think it makes them more heroic, absolutely. Straight Fire says, I hear the N-word is still used a whole lot even now in the black community. It's used every day in the black community. And by the way, it's used in the white community as well. Like it or not, the N-word is still around, and once again, it's just a word. I've had this, this conversation on this show about that word so many times. That truly, if that word is so caustic and that word is so awful and haunting, I can agree to get rid of it. I'll say, fine, let's get rid of it. But everybody's got to get rid of it because it's so caustic and nasty. There's an interesting thing I saw on the uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. Saw a video clip of this. One of the gals, a redhead, she used to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Now she just looks like a squirrel. She's got big old fat cheeks and red hair, so that means she got a stank crotch. Um, she she did something on Instagram like last year where she made fun of an Asian driver. She posted it, and she's a white gal, got red hair, like I said. And they had an Asian gal on the Real Housewives of Dallas this last season. And then it showed her made a video about how her Chinese mom used to throw a shoe at her, and she did all the Chinese stereotypes. And it's good for one person, but not for the other. If it's so hurtful and painful to you, then why are you going to do it? Just because you are that? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm going to continue to make fun of everybody. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck. I, and, and by the way, their words. I'm going to continue to be me. Stinkfist says, my dad was a World War II vet. He was 50 when I was born. Man, I can tell you some stories. Yep. Derek says, amen, I agree. It drives me crazy nowadays that everybody forgot the phrase, sticks and stones will hurt my bones, but names will never hurt me. Everybody gets their freaking feelings hurt nowadays. Well, and that's why that's rule three now on this show. There's consistency, there's logic, there's rules one and two. And number three is fuck your feelings. I'm tired of it. Aldo says, I just skimmed a bit uh, through that article. It's really uncensored. Also, no fucking shit. Their views and opinions were harsh back then. 
That's the way the nation was, let alone the world. Also, side note, anytime I hear you say the N-word, I hear in my head, oh, my stars. <laughs> you mean this? Oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. <laughs> One of the greatest clips ever from a movie. <laughs> oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. <laughs> Oh, and as Bobby Hill once said, Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. <laughs> Here, you left this in my vagina. That, I, I mean, honestly, we used to have a sense of humor in this country that was second to none. And I'm looking forward to something on Christmas. Uh, if you have Netflix... A lot of people ask me, you know, Arnie, who's your favorite comedian? Who do you like to watch? I love Dave Chappelle. My favorite comedian, though, is a guy from Great Britain. And it's not even Ricky Gervais. I love Ricky Gervais. But there's somebody who's even nastier than he is, and his name is Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr makes me piss my pants. And Jimmy Carr has a brand new special that hits on Christmas Day, and I can't wait. Do you want to know why? Because he doesn't give a fuck either. He doesn't. Th- this is why we need com- comedians to be let let them be comedians, is to lighten shit up. I mean, damn. Because there are too many people in this world like this. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is. Or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. But. A rapper. Um. I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but. Whoever he is. Um. I'm sure he's amazing. Right? Because I like his name to be honest. Hitler. Unbelievable. Uh, Jimmy Carr is fucking funny. His special is going to be on Netflix. Louis C.K. also has a new special on his website for 10 bucks. I haven't seen it yet. Just thought I'd share. He uh, he promoted that uh, during a, a football game, I want to say. I think it was during a football game. And he got all kinds of shit for it because they tried to cancel him a few years ago. I am not a big Louis C.K. fan. Just I, I've never been. I respect the shit out of him for being a comedian, being working on the road, doing all that stuff. I'm just not a huge fan. It takes for it takes him too long to get to the dirty part, in my opinion. Jimmy Carr, he's right there. Jimmy Carr will root around in there, and let me just tell you, he is fantastic. Dear Lord, Mike just shot me a glance like... And this is why you can't listen to Arnie in public. You have no tact. No, I, I have none. I mean, I mean, when people think about me. What a silly Negro. <laughs> you remember when that was funny? Back when Eddie Murphy did it and he put on white face? I do. And by the way, still funny today. Still to this day. I love the end, how she says the name in the way it's meant to be said. You know, like a big rapper like Hitler. I couldn't believe that I found something like that. I mean, Jesus. 
We used to have fun in this country, and then you, you had these people out there. I mean, you, like... I like rabbits, because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Da -na 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 -na. Omar Mahajarifa, something September 11th. I mean, that's just funny. That that stuff is funny. I, I like, I, and if you don't find it funny, that's okay. Because see, laughter and comedy is subjective. It's different for everybody. Which means, and there are some people out there that like, like, let's go back to Louis C.K. Some people love everything Louis C.K. does. Okay, and and I allow that. I don't tell them they don't know what comedy is. I don't tell them. I don't be. You know, I don't berate them. No, that's fine. That's your if that's your brand of vodka, then hey, enjoy it. I mean, Amy Schumer. If your favorite comedian is Amy Schumer, there's something fucking wrong with you because that bitch is flat out not funny at all. But I mean, come on. I lost my 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 one good one. Did you hear me? Uh huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shit! Look at this honky. I mean, I mean, honestly. Fucking white people. That's what we can blame everything on right there. At one time in this country, on public television, on ABC, this was allowed to be said. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. <laughs> I want that. I want that country back. That that's what I'd like. I'd like to get some of that country back. But I know that's a pipe dream. I know it won't happen and this is why I show up to work every day so you can listen to that kind of comedy every day on the internet cuz that's the only place you're going to get it. Look at today's radio. Look at the world of radio today. Radio used to be the cutting edge for comedy. Now, due to all of the, the, the restrictions, the federal restrictions on radio, they aren't allowed to be as wild and crazy, pardon me stealing that from Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd, as we once were. Man, oh man, radio used to be the Wild West. Half the shit that I did, I didn't know if I was going to get fined for. And I didn't care. And we only got fined one time. Hell, I didn't even do it. It wasn't even my fault this time. Well, well, half of it was. I did a joke. We used to do this bit uh, where we would talk about television for that evening. And it was on Fridays. And uh, we would do Kids Say the Darndest Things, hosted by Flizzle Schnozzle, Bill Cosby, a poppity poppity, and ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rape you, Flizzle Flizzle. Where a kid would say the darndest thing, and I would have this kid's, I would do this kid's voice and be like, Daddy says he's going to give me something long, hard, and full of semen tonight. A submarine. You know, just shitty joke. But I was peeing a kid because kids are shitty. We got half of our fine was for that joke, and then the other half was for sexual positions in college. And we paid the fine. We were happy. We weren't happy to pay the fine, but we paid the fine. But I used to get in trouble all the time in radio. 
call the show up, my, my seven-year-old daughter. And by the way, what's a seven-year-old doing listening to that show? That's what I would refer to as bad parenting. Because she goes, Arnie, she wants to know what she should dress up for as Halloween. And I said a pink taco. I'll never forget walking into my general manager's office. And I sat down, and he just looked at me. And he and I are good friends to this day. He looked at me, and he goes, Did you really tell a six-year-old girl to dress as a pink taco for Halloween? I said, Well, it's a restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, I was suspended for two days for that one. I didn't care, though. It was so fucking funny. Oh, man. those, But see... But see, once again, that's back in the day. And I want to get back to that. I, I, you, you won't ever get it. You won't ever have morning radio the way it once was. I grew up, I became, I, I got into radio because that's what I grew up wanting to do. I watch all these interesting documentaries about professional wrestlers, and they talk about how much they loved wrestling as children. I loved listening to the radio as a kid. I loved guys like Stevens and Pruitt in the morning. They had this bit called Uncle Waldo. And Uncle Waldo was, the, you know, just some recorded character, some voice they did, right? And Uncle Bal- Waldo was talking about how his wife was cheating on him, so he hired an Indian tracker to follow her. And I'll never forget this bit because I, I almost wet my pants getting ready for fucking junior high. He said the Indian tracker came to him and said, he followed, and, and Uncle Waldo said, well, what happened? And the Indian tracker said, he play with she, she play with he, me play with me, me fall out of tree. To this day, I still remember that bit, and it's fucking funny. Funny is funny. And when you said that, I fully thought, well, it's creative, but uh, odd, but creative. At that moment, I was completely clueless that pink taco meant anything other than a little girl in a literal pink taco outfit. Yeah, well, hey, you know, double entendre. It, it, and that's where the talent was. And that, that, that's my gift. I believe that's my gift was I could find levity in pretty much any situation. My favorite thing to do in radio, I haven't talked about this in a long time. I'm sorry. I'm just going off on a rant right now. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, was when anybody would call into the show, and they would be like, hey, Arnie, you're our favorite, which that was an overwhelming call. And they would say, well, my, my, my 10-year-old's in the car right now. He wants to say hi. And I said, well, what's your 10-year-old's name? Johnny. I said, well, Johnny, today at school, what I want you to do at lunch is yell out the word penis as loud as you can. And, of course, the room would explode with laughter, and everybody's like, oh, no, don't do that, little Johnny. And I got a few letters of little Johnnies that did yell out penis that day, and I'm like, hey, man, that's what they get for listening to this show at the age of 10. But it was fun back then. The only thing that we weren't allowed to do And if you hear it today, it's all made up. If we would have been allowed to make crank calls back in the day that were real, I I will tell you this right now. I would be bigger than Howard Stern. I'll just say it right now. If they would have allowed us to do that, I... I guarantee. Because, man, oh, man, that was the one thing that we couldn't do that is so much fun. 
Yes, I'm five years old. I don't care. You, you know, I, I like when people question my, oh, God, you're so immature with your humor. I pretty much say thank you. Appreciate that. I mean, today's jokes. Today's jokes uh, on the uh, on the, the TikTok page is, <laughs> how does an orphan celebrate Christmas? Alone. <laughs> and what's Jesus' favorite exercise to do during the holidays? CrossFit. I mean, that right there. I might do that tomorrow, Derek. I got to save a little bit of uh, holiday stuff for tomorrow. But, yeah. I mean, oh, and tomorrow's jokes. Oh, I'm going to get canceled over one of them. I think I, I really think I'm going gonna, gonna to get not canceled, but they're going to probably suspend my account tomorrow. All right, enough of that. Uh, I got to say that, the you know, I'm starting to warm up to Elon Musk. My favorite crank call is still the CDC saying anal is safe from the COVID. <laughs> and wasn't it my daughter that was doing that? See, I, lo- I love doing the crank. I'll, I'll do some crank calls tomorrow for the holidays. I got to figure out who I'm going to crank call besides that number that Derek sent me. Oh, man. Uh, but anyway, getting back back on topic now. Let's get back to things here. Elon Musk is becoming one of my favorite people. Elon Musk, who has been called out, is getting into it with Elizabeth Warren, who says that he needs to pay his fair share. And he's about to sign a check that's $11 billion in taxes he has to pay. I don't need to hear about Elon Musk not paying his fair share anymore. He's about to pay $11 billion. All the people that he employs, God bless that man. Uh, if you haven't called it, you might want to pre-call it. No, oh, I will. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk came out, and, and you know, he's on the spectrum, right? He, 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 he's, he, he's been touched, right? Uh, Elon Musk declared... The reason why he's not going to be on CNN anytime soon is because he's, quote, not perverted enough. Dude comes out and says that two weeks after the producer from Chris Chris Cuomo is nailed on kitty porn. Chris Cuomo is fucking, he's a fucking deviant. And then Jake Tapper's. Fucking uh, a producer. Jake Tapper's producer is also a pervert. And Elon Musk just comes out and says, hey, just to be clear, uh, I'm not going to be on CNN anytime soon because I'm not perverted enough. Who touched him? Oh, I, I, that's what they used to say about, like, you know, people had who that were on the spectrum that were a little slow. They've been touched. They've been touched by God. Um. That, that, that's the only reason why I said it that way. Uh, let's see. Um, he sat down with the website, the Babylon Bee, for a lengthy podcast. They talked about pointless companies that shouldn't exist and should probably be disbanded. 
he said, I'm not the one who asked for the podcast. You guys did. Just be clear. And they said, you can't be on CNN right now. He says, I'm not perverted enough, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. And, I mean, look, look, CNN, this is great because they not only have the producers that are fucking deviants, you got Don Lamont who beats up another gay guy. He gay bashes another dude. You know, and, and, and you have, uh, who's that, Jeffrey Tubin, the guy who was jerking off on the Zoom meeting that they welcome back? And we're supposed to take that network seriously? Sorry, can't be done. God bless you, Elon Musk. You fucking stallion, you. Let's see what we can. Okay, we'll do this story here. Oh, dear God. One would think at this moment Jen might have been touched. I'm coming off so slow today. Just to clear up confusion, no, people, I don't lick windows. And, yes, I did get a shiny helmet for Christmas. Speaking of someone that needs a shiny helmet, well, I guess, I, I guess like she has a fit or something if she hasn't been in the news recently enough. Let's talk about the year that Demi Lovato has had. Demi Lovato, who used to be, what, a singer? Some people found, I never I, I never thought she was hot. I mean, she's not an ugly broad. She is now. She's terribly ugly broad now. But she wasn't an ugly broad back in the day. But she went through a bunch of shit. And you remember, the beginning part of the year, she got into it with a uh, with a, a, a like a, a yogurt shop, frozen yogurt shop, just a mom and pop frozen yogurt shop down in L.A. Because they offered like fat free food and stuff like that, and she just went after them for having fat free food, right? She took them on, and, and society is like, uh, "Hey, Demi, uh, why are you trying to close this business? They're they're trying to do the best they can. How about you leave them the fuck alone? And you shut up, you crazy bitch." And she she kind of did. Then she said she got California sober. By the way, California sober is that you drink beer and you smoke weed. That's the updated version of California sober. As someone who's been sober for a very, very long time, that's not sober. Not sober at all. Then she came out and said that she's a non-binary, not lesbian, not chick. She pronouns or I don't know, whatever and whenever. Those are her pronouns, I guess. Then she came out and said, people from outer space do not want to be called aliens because that 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 perpetuates their stereotype. Even though nobody asked her the question, did you speak to people from another planet? Then she was on some ghost hunter show, and she started singing to the ghost. Well, that's where we are again. The singer and activist found herself singing to an uh, appreciative apparition in the latest edition of their Peacock show, unidentified with Demi Lovato. She was visiting an abandoned Arizona town, Vulture City, said to be the source of numerous ghostly disturbances. 
She entered a disused brothel where they stumbled across Carmen, a ghost with a hatred for men after experiencing sexism in her life. Demi Lovato proceeded to empower Carmen by singing uh, a cappella rendition of her 2011 song, Skyscraper. Carmen, we just got here. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen... Good God, what is she wearing? Is she wearing like a burlap sack? Here for UFOs, star people. Aliens, you mean? This place is alive, guys. Ask her if they're here, if there are star people here right now. Are there star people here right now? Uh, let me fast forward a bit. Oh my God, yes, that's a yes. Somebody hit it's the not button. a lot. Let's see. Uh, Let's see if she sings. There you go. Cool. There you go. Cool. cool. Well, I always sing Skyscraper. Okay, good. Have to make me feel like there's nothing left of me. You can take everything I have. You can break everything I am. Like I'm made of glass. Like I'm made of paper. Go on and try. That's that, that that that's dog shit. <laughs> Let me just tell you. And of course, the machine goes off because Carmen, the the ghost of a whore, who experienced sexism in the old west. I know that's crazy, right? Where she was a whore in a saloon. Why why do we have to hear about her anymore? I, I, I am so tired of her. I, I, I mean, God bless her. I mean, if, if this is the, the, the way she's going to get help and she needs to be relevant, good for that. But all in all, her, her star is burnt out. Her star is turned off. She is no longer a celebrity. I am revoking her celebrity pass. Celebrity pass gone. When you sing to a fucking ghost you're, you're, and you're telling people not to call space people aliens anymore, yeah, yeah, all your celebrity gets yanked, hon. Demi Lovato just gave me ear aids. Oh, uh, she's still fuckable, nothing more, okay? Well, they don't, I mean, let's be fair. When we say aliens, we all think ones who wandered across the border illegally, perhaps Mexican origin. Even an outer space creature doesn't want that connotation. I'm getting the feeling that we are going to learn Demi Lovato went to the Pitbull School of Music, right? I mean, she's, you know what? She makes Pitbull look like a real entertainer. Good God. Fucking nutty broad. 
Somebody else who's kind of at it again. And, and, and look, I like this guy. I can't wait until the next version of Jackass comes out. But now Steve-O is going a little too far. I think. Because I, I don't think this is going to land. And I want to know what y'all think about this. He's got his new movie, Jackass Forever, which has been pushed back due to the horrible and deadly, you know, COVID. Dun, dun, dun. But he uh, himself, he's doing really good in life. He's no longer on drugs. He's rescuing dogs. He's doing all kinds of great stuff. He has now decided that he wants to start his own triple X-rated website. And he explains that his site is different than only fans page because you only subscribe to the content that's unlocked. On his page, on his website, it's $9.99 a month, and you can put whatever you want up there. As long, I guess as long as it's legal. He said he got sick of being in trouble on other social media platforms. He's happy to be able to post where he wants without getting in trouble. $9.99 a month. Now, would you pay $10 a month to use social media? The answer for me is no. I'll keep pushing the buttons. I can make backup account after backup account, and it's all free. Now, if Facebook decides they're going to start charging, I'm gone. Instagram, gone. TikTok, I am fucking gone. If there was a website that I could go to and it's only $9.99, I would do this one. But as far as social media goes, no. Look, God bless him for trying. But when you say it's a triple X website, everybody thinks it's like that the aliens connotation. When you hear triple X, you don't think of, you know, posts that are, are funny or demeaning of other people. All you think of is some get some at some chick getting fucking railed in the butt. Possibly seeing an anal rose. Or probably puppeteering. Something like that. Jen, you don't want to know what puppeteering is. You, you, you just don't. If you want to know what puppeteering is, go to a website called hotkinkyjoe.com. That's all I got to say. Nope. Also, I watch these guys as a teen and young adult. No way in hell I want to see anybody doing that. But see, it's not even that. It's not them having sex because I don't think anybody would pay to see Steve-O have sex. He's just saying you can put whatever content, like if you end up in Facebook jail all the time, then his place will be the place for you to go. Uh, Jen says, I'll push it a step further. I won't pay $10 a month for porn. No, anybody who pays for porn is stupid. What what was that? I learned a term this year. Oh, God, and that person's going to be here this week uh, about porn. Because I I haven't paid for porn in years. Why would why would anyone pay for pornography? That's about the stupidest thing in the world. Brady, what what did she call that porn? You know who we're talking about. And I just laughed at the term. As soon as I heard the term, I laughed at it. Like reputable porn or something like that. And I'm like, what? No. 
Uh, that's a good point, Aldo. Is the site that Jackass guys? No, it's just Stevo. I don't know what the site's called. Uh, let's see. Does it have it? Introduce Stevo Raw. I don't. I don't know what was that. But that's the new site. No, I probably will not be there. I will not be promoted. Ethical porn. That's what it was. Ethical porn. <laughs> I almost forgot that term, ethical porn. That's porn you pay for. So so when you see some chick getting an anal rose and you paid to see that, then it's okay. That's ethical porn. <laughs> ethical porn. Oh, my God. That was such a fucking funny day when I heard that. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, boy, the Japanese, they've been busy at it. Japan, yesterday. You ready for this? Let me tell you. It was it was tough. No, I, 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 no, I, I, no, 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 no. Hold on, I got to find this story. Shit, goddamn Washington Post trying to charge me. I don't even use ethical news. Uh, there we go. Oof. Japan hung three death row inmates on Tuesday. No, stop that. No. Come on. It's a serious story. Stop it. Thank you so much. Ethical porn can be defined as that which is made illegally, respects the rights of performers, has good working conditions, so just a normally produced porn. Uh, Japan hung three death row inmates. Well, fuck around there. I say you hung. (laughs) Japan hung three death row inmates. You can't say the inmates were hung. It's their first execution in two years after growing criticism by human rights groups of the country's use of the death penalty. One of the three, Yakasuta Fujikara, was convicted of killing seven people and setting fire to their house in 2004. The other two, Tomakai Takizawa and Mitsunori Anagawa, were convicted in the 2003 killings of uh, pinball parlor employees. Executions are carried out in high secrecy in Japan. Prisoners are not informed of their fate until the morning they're hung. Could we say one of them was sure to be hung? (laughs) Paya! Hang your ass. Look, man, I think it, I didn't, well, I knew other countries killed people. I didn't know Japan was one of them. That's pretty badass. Don't fuck around over there. Fuck around and find out. You get your ass hung. Do you work for a nail salon? You nailed those names. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been practicing. I've been practicing on my foreign names, my foreign diction, if you will. Now, 
I, I got to say this, though. Japan, Japan, hey. They're using two words that should never, ever be used, ever. Due to McDonald's, they're rationing French fries in Japan. Why? Because of a potato shortage. No, 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 da, 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 da. Those are two words that don't ever belong together again. Okay? A potato shortage. How in the fuck can there be such a thing as a potato shortage? Matt Damon made potatoes grow on Mars. A new kind of chip shortage has hit Japan. McDonald's forced to ration fries. McDonald's Japan said it would only sell a small size French fries for a week due to large-scale flooding near Port of Vancouver and the global supply chain crunch caused by coronavirus has delayed the supply of potatoes. Grow your fucking own! Give Ireland a call quick. Yeah, how about you fly them in? The company said it's taking measures to ensure that customers could still order fries. The thing happened in 2014 as well due to labor disputes. How do you how do you run out of potatoes? We ain't talking about the old potato famine back in the old times in Ireland. We're talking about potatoes. Oh, Faith and Begara. Oh, we got to peel the potatoes today, don't you know? I'm just telling you this right now. I am if I were to go to McDonald's over in Japan. And, and somebody said, no, you can't have the large fries. This would happen. Kapooya! Kapooya! I'm just telling you. In response, Japan took the emergency step of importing 1,000 tons of fry, frozen fries by air. Damn. I tell you this right now, boy. If we ever got hit with those words in America, I'd go crazy. I can't live without potatoes. I like them totted. I like them fried. I like them smashed. I like them hashed. I like them baked, boiled, sautéed, uh, 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 julienne, all gratin. Did I say mashed yet? I I, I, I like potatoes. Well, you want to get me angry. You tell me there's a potato shortage in America. There's going to be some killing sprees going on. Potato shortage. Potato shortage, my ass. See, that, that that's the kind of stuff that pisses me off. Just like this story. Due to the fucking COVID-19, John Wick 4 has been delayed until 2023. <laughs> It's supposed to come out May 27th. It's now coming out March 24th, 2023. It was supposed to be out this year in May. God damn it, Keanu. Yeah, yeah, you people in Hollywood are pissing me off. Fucking Top Gun, Colin Maverick being pushed back three years. And now John Wick 4, the same? Oh, great. 
You can give us a shitty another goddamn Matrix movie. But John Wick, the character we all love, got to wait another year for it. Goddamn bullshit. With COVID cases spiking once again, Lionsgate is likely wanting to play it safe and save John Wick for when theaters will be hopefully open. Wait, 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 wait. We've been talking about COVID for the last two, three, I don't know, years. And we've had an outbreak recently, and we found out the outbreak is 80% less likely to make you go to a hospital. And now there are pills out there that will make you 89% less likely to go to a hospital. And the people at Lionsgate, you're all a bunch of retards. You're going to piss people off. That's what you're going to do. Um, did you not see that Spider-Man had the second biggest opening in movie history over this last weekend? It made $260 million in one weekend. But Lionsgate wants to make sure that there are enough people going to the movies. Just stopped it. Oh, I, I, I did not mention Twice Baked. Thank you, Cowboys Girl. Oh. Question, how are all these shitty movies that are made right now made right now? That's the thing I don't get. Like, literally, Straight Fire, that's an amazing question. Like, like this Kingsman movie that just came out out of nowhere on Tuesday, that was supposed to come out during the summer. Yet they push out other movies, West Side Story, the Sing 2, the, uh, the bunch of movies, and then they push back these other ones. I'm tired of the pushback, man. I am sick and tired of that. And people are going to the theaters. I mean, I'm so sorry that Ghostbusters flopped like there's no tomorrow, along with the House of Gucci. I could uh, let me let me just tell you this right now. I knew Ghostbusters was going to flop. The House of Gucci. I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's Lady Gaga doing another movie, and of course it's going to flop because she's a singer. She ain't an actress. And those movies flopped. John Wick 4 will not flop. And Top Gun, colon Maverick, another movie that will not flop. But they keep pushing out shit. I remember I was, I was excited to see that horrible Shia LaBeouf movie where he got a fucking chest tattoo to play the role. That movie sucked. Yet they put that out. I don't get it. I don't get and, Oh, and by the way, the other one that flopped this year, kind of, and she liked to blame the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the streaming service of HBO Max or whatever, or Disney Plus or whatever it was, when Black Widow flopped. Black Widow flopped because the character, Black Widow, it's Scarlett Johansson. She's hot, I guess, for some people. I don't find her that attractive, but that's me. Um, she didn't have any superpowers. Like it or not, she doesn't have any superpowers. She ain't all roided out like fucking Captain America was. She ain't got a fucking uh, beam of light keeping her alive like Iron Man. She can't shoot web. She's not a god of thunder. She doesn't turn green when she gets mad. She doesn't wear a suit that makes her as little as an ant or as big as a building. 
So I wonder why that movie flopped. Oh, I can tell you why, because it's a chick action movie. I'm here to tell you, and I'm not being misogynistic here. Chick action movies don't need to be made. They just don't. Because we're not buying it. We're not buying you can you can put Charlize Theron in every movie and have her kick everybody's ass. Guess what? We'll just sit back and go, yeah, that wouldn't happen with insert John McClain, John Wick, all these males. It wouldn't happen. Come on. And I like I'm not I'm trying not to be sexist here. A lot of women, and I'm not saying all women, so if you're a gal and you say, well, I love action movies, good, good, good for you, okay? A lot of women don't like action movies, let alone women in action movies. Haven't we learned from the flocks, flops of movies like, yes, Electra, yes, that was a huge flop. Catwoman, huge flop. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, floppity flip, flop, flop. That flopped and still got a sequel somehow. And then was remade again with a hotter chick. No, we, we, we ain't buying it. We ain't buying it. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize for this sexist world that we live in. My daughter's coming over for dinner on her 20th birthday, Christmas Eve. Dinner she requested, but tri-tip, basically potato, dessert. My mom's a clear. Good. That sounds good. I mean, look, look, we have to stomach things like Captain Marvel with Alicia's favorite person, Brie Brie Larson. I'm just tired. Like, Like the one lady that we bought into was Sarah Connor. And you couldn't still see it. The, The most successful chick action star ever was Linda Hamilton. As Sarah, Sarah Connor. She still didn't get her own damn movie. You want to know why Terminator was successful? Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's why. I thought Tomb Raider was good. Uh, Obviously not that good. I actually saw a few YouTube videos of female conservatives calling out female movie flops. But they contribute to the flops to woke feminism. And that, look, look, look. You want to keep making them? It's Hollywood's money. They want to keep making them. Go ahead. I, I will stop. I will still continue to not see them. You can't make me see them. That's the funniest part of it all. There. All right, couple more stories here. Uh, I'm just gonna read this one real fast. This is a gross story, but see, this is this shows you how fucked up people are. This story right here. It's out of Daily Mail. Fucking dude in Arizona. He's 26 years old. And he just recently got arrested. Why did he get arrested? Well, Jacob Sullivan was arrested uh, by sheriff's officers in Arizona. He's charged with three counts of sexual assault. The department was contacted by uh, an urgent care clinic after a six-year-old tested positive for an STD. He gave a six-year-old an STD. 
Boy, oh boy, you got to be some kind of special dumb. I, I Look, look, look. I think he should probably be hung. We need to ship his ass over to Japan where they ain't afraid to fucking hang people. Motherfucker has sex with a six-year-old and gives her an STD. Come on, dude. Whoopsie-daisy, he fell in that wood chipper. I'm sorry, Sheriff. Not all female-driven movies flop, though, right? Like League of Their Own? No, no, I'm not saying that all female-driven movies flop. There have been plenty of successful women in movies. Look, Meryl Streep. Plenty of women have made successful women. I'm talking about action movies. League of Their Own was a great movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, I agree. We shouldn't have death penalty for cases like that. Said no sane person ever. Hung, drawn, and quartered, tarred, burned at the stake. Oh, my God, Arnie. You and I share a brain. Sometimes we do. Yeah, well, man, Sheriff, I don't know what happened. Weirdest thing happened. I had the subject uh, in handcuffs, and he was walking, and... Out of nowhere, this gust of wind picked him up and threw him in a wood chipper foot first. It was crazy. I mean, like, we tried to get him, but it says, you know, not to put your hands in there, so we didn't put our hands in there. And, yeah, he died. Our bad. I've had that story for two days. I didn't know how to tell it. It's so bad. Let's see. Uh, then we, we did this story yesterday. We talked about this, this girl that showed up that she was covered in, like, coal after she was, like, kidnapped. Well, they caught the guy. Uh, the girl's name is Madeline Allen. She was to Snow College in Utah. And she was rescued from the house of a guy named Brent Brown. Police found her naked and covered in coal in his basement after he lied and said he was alone in the house. He faces all kind of charges. And when given a chance to speak, this is what this asshole said. Man, it sure would be nice to be home for Christmas. I don't get to see my kids. He, he wants to go home for Christmas and see his kids after he kidnapped and sexually assaulted a girl and left her in the basement? Boy, it sure would be nice to be home and see my kids. Yeah, uh, real quick, yeah, that, that shit ain't happening. Look here, partner. I, I, I'm just going to tell you something real quick. You're going to be lucky not to be getting ass-fucked by all those dudes in that cell over there because they hate fucking rapists, especially child rapists. Uh, Miss Allen said that he tied her up, took her phone away, and threatened to kill her family if she were to ever leave. But he thinks it would be nice to go home and see his family for Christmas. 
So you did good by front-loading it with Japan hanging store. That's I, I try. I do try. Yeah, this guy's next on the hanging booth. What are you here for? Oh, I kidnapped a girl and then said I wanted to go home for Christmas. All right, you're next. Fuck, man. If I was in charge, I, I would just hand a number to all those. Oh, serving number 642. 642, you're up next. And I'm telling you right now, I I, I will fuck you. Put, you make me president. I just want to tell you this right now. I would disband the ACLU. You're gone. You're a terrorist organization. PETA, terrorist organization, gone. We bring back the death penalty immediately. If you're convicted, you get one day of retrial or of, of, of an appeal. You get one day. And then you and all the evidence with you gets thrown in a wood chipper. I'm going to make that one. We'll have to do head first because you can't suffer. Head first into a wood chipper with all your fucking belongings and all the the paperwork. That way, 30 years from now, if I did fuck up somehow, there's no DNA to match back to me. Let's all hope and pray we can pay for this for the rest of our lives as he has three hots and a cot and a TV instead of death penalty. Oh, I just hope he gets fucking orally, uh, anally raped. And orally raped, hopefully. Hopefully they knock his teeth out so he gives better blowjobs. Let's just circle back to the Japan thing. Why is it so bad? I think they're doing it quickly, efficiently, in cost-effective manner. Just start hanging all those on death row, all of them. I ain't got a problem with it at all. I respect Japan for it. I, I, I have zero problems with what Japan's doing. I believe in the death penalty. And I believe that all of our laws and all the penalties and things are there to uh, not to punish but to deter other crime. I think it would deter a lot more if they had it on fucking pay-per-view TV. I'm just telling you right now. But my Vaseline bill is going up. If they bring out wood chippings deaths, uh, I'm just telling you right now, I'm aroused by that idea. Our final story today, and of course, of fucking course, we have to go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, they got really, really stupid people there. Florida police arrested a man. Uh, The Pinellas County Sheriff's Department said they stopped a car driving without its lights on at 4 a.m. Right outside of Clearwater, Florida. Now that's going to get you pulled over every time. If you're driving around and you ain't got your lights on and it's dark outside, you're going to get pulled over. Patrick Florence, he's 34 years old. He was in the passenger seat. Authorities searched the car and they found a gun under his seat. My God in heaven, a concealed weapon. Then... Oh, man. Then, then, then. 
I, I got to find the right sound effect here. Uh, is this it? I'll get you a spoon so you can eat my ass. No, no, that's not the one I want. I let, hold on, let, let me let me get the one I want here, real quick. Uh. I know what his name. There we go. After they found the gun underneath him, they found drugs wrapped around his penis. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Uh, The drugs were in two baggies. Florence stated that the package wrapped around his penis was, of course, in the face! Not his. Stop it. Get some help. Really, dude? You said that they, they, those aren't yours and they're wrapped around your penis? Please don't do that. I, I mean, seriously. He was charged with four felonies, including possession of cocaine, meth, ammunition, and a firearm. He's been arrested more than 20 times for drug or related offenses. But remember... <laughs> remember... The, the the meth and cocaine tied around his penis. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Are not his. Well, how'd that get there? <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow. Oh, my God. I mean, did he, did he use this? Oh, my lucky stars. Methamphetamine. Oh, my lucky stars. Cocaine. I mean, <laughs> that, that ain't mine. It's tied to your dick, dude. And you're saying, that's not, that, that's not mine. So, so what you're saying is that a drug dealer or a drug user said, hey, man, I'm going to tie my shit off onto your dick. Don't take it off, no matter what. If cops pull you over, don't take it off then. Just tell them. It's not mine. Officer, the penis is not mine. <laughs> no, th- th- this one is, uh, th- I'm, I'm just a sampler. Just seeing if I like this style. <laughs> All right, that does it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, people. We'll be the last show. Of the week, and I will be off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Tomorrow's music is going to be phenomenal. We do have a Mount Rushmore of the stupidest holiday traditions that we're going to do. And we'll have so much more. So please, please remember, uh, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Christmas Eve Eve. And then we'll be back tomorrow for Christmas Eve itself. Until then. Adios, everybody. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Now Christmas cookies are a special treat. The more she bakes, the more I eat. And sometimes I can't get myself to stop. 
Sometimes she'll wait till I'm asleep And she'll take the ones that I didn't eat And put those little sprinkly things on top I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe The ones that look like Santa Claus Christmas trees and bells and stars I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe Now those sprinkly things just make things worse Cause it makes them taste better than they did at first And they're absolutely impossible to resist Some disappear to who knows where But I make sure that I get my share And those kids just stand there waiting for the ones I miss I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar Sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe She gets mad if they're all gone Before she gets the icing put on Sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe Now there's a benefit to all of this That you might have overlooked or missed So now let me tell you the best part of it all Every time she sticks another batch in the oven There's 15 minutes for some kissing and a hugging That's why I eat Christmas cookies all year long is outside waiting to arrest him.